Welcome to That's Absurd Podcast. Your source for everything hip-hop, pop culture, sports, and more. Tune in, subscribe, enjoy. Yo, yo, yo. Welcome back to another episode of That's Absurd Podcast. I go by the name of Juno, a.k.a. Melvo. It's your boy, GNAP. And your boy, Gray. And you know, we back for another week of the absurdities and bullshit. Uh, fellas, let's get into it. What, what you guys been up to this past week? Uh, for me, uh, see, this weekend, I've uh, been trying a lot of uh, restaurants around here, a lot of food, a lot of, uh, <clears throat> a lot of different food. And um, went down to uh, a uh, black real estate meeting down on the south side of Chicago. And that was pretty good, man. Seeing a lot of professionals, black professionals, people in different fields, you know, trying to, you know, trying to build something, trying to get it up, you know. But and took some numbers, took some cards, took some info. So we'll be reaching back out to, uh, I'll be reaching back out to them. <clears throat> and uh, also after that, uh, I went to the uh, Laughing uh, Factory. I thought you was gonna say you went to the uh, Red District. <laughs> we went to the Laughing Factory. Uh, <clears throat> that was pretty good. Had a good Who's time. We? Huh? Who's we? Oh, you mean I did? I did. I, mean, you I, did. By yourself? Well, I, I was. I was a laugh actor. Who, who, who came in? Oh, uh, not no big time. Uh, comedians. Great. Well, a lot of comedians, you, you know. Yourself. Yeah, I went by myself. You ain't got no coworkers and shit up there. I ain't going to coworkers, but like, I, ain't, I mean, <clears throat> where I'm at, a lot of the people are just, you know, they what they got their own lives. They're older people, married people, and stuff. So, so I haven't really got, you know, got tight with them like that. But yeah, that was good. And uh, let's see, other than that, watch the game. Watch the. Uh, would you just say that? That was a mistake, Ade. No, I said if they don't fuck with you, just say that, Gray. No, they don't you know, fuck with me. Just you know, still keep it limited. Okay. Keep for with that. We call that work, you know. Yeah, I feel you. Okay, okay. Yeah. Well, you know that was it. We had a good weekend. Yeah. Who, who was at the Laugh Factory? <clears throat> Let's see, Laugh Factory. I had. No big comedians, but it, it was pretty good. Okay. Um, what did I do this past weekend? Um, just came back from the funeral, the uncle um, burial. Um, other than that, um, you know, I was out of Palm Beach for like a day or so. Um, See your uncle or uncle-in-law? Uncle-in-law, uncle-in-law. So Mark's mom is my actual aunt, my mom's right, sister. That's what I thought. Yeah. Uncle Law, he passed this past week. I mean, what was he, 62? 62, 64? Young dude, man. Tragic. Um, a real good dude. Well, now that was real thick funeral on the scene. Like, I'd say I probably didn't know a good 60, 70% of the people there. His own family probably knew half the people there because he was so, had so much connection to so many different folks. Right. Man. He was, was a crazy. popular dude in the city because. I think they even call him Pastor Rivet sometimes. Yeah, he became a pastor. Yeah, he became so. a pastor his last year or two years of life. He became a pastor. And before that, he was a mayor in Haiti, like a uh, two-term mayor at one point. So he's lived, he had a lot of hats in his life. You know, got a well over, 
I'd say 12 kids, maybe. I think it's 14. Yeah. So, yeah. So, so you know, you lived one hell of a life and then, and, you know, after your boy lived a wild boy life, cleaned it all up, became a pastor, saw the light, did everything else, and then kind of went out on a good note. Kind of, you don't live a full life and go out on one of those notes. You're like, nigga, I had an old friend and I cleaned it all out, so moved it out before I checked out. I think those are the best type of pastors, pastors though, because pastors that haven't really been through nothing, haven't lived, uh, uh, I guess you would call a sinful life. Mm-hmm. They, can they really, can they really tell you and judge you? Would you take that from somebody, or would you take, would you take it? It's like saying I used to be a crack addict, right? Yeah. Uh, so now I'm giving advice to people that are suffering from this. What's the name? They could be empathetic with you, yeah, yeah. Versus versus these these pastors that grew up a goody goody their whole life and now they're a, a pastor. So I think that route is the pastor's. The only life. reason I feel conflicted about that though is because he was also in politics. So usually people that are like very political and very what's name, they're not fully enthralled in religion because they. They kind of believe in man. They know man's good and bad, man's inhibition. So the good book doesn't have as much that force over you. But so that's, I that's why I think they, that's like they seen the light over there. They seen what's better. And now they're telling you what's better. So that's, that, that's what I'm hoping. Or it could be their political ambitions. Or it could just be, hey, you know, they, you know what I'm saying? As a politician, you always got to wonder, hey, this one bread on this side as well. Not to say it's that. Or I'm like, do you really believe in this? Or is it like, you know what? Let me just clean it up just in case. Because they're smart enough to know, like, you know what? I may not believe in it, but just in case there is, I'm getting on. Let me go ahead and ship shit up. Just, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> is it? You know what I'm saying? Because he's smart enough to know, let me do the right thing for the consequence of just because of that. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. You That's gotta a good give... move, you're saying? <laughs> exactly. It might be a chess move. You're like, hey, this is a win-win. Because even if I'm wrong, at least I'm going to be on this side. You know what I'm saying? It's kind of like one of those things I always I said, I don't see the benefit of being an atheist. I'd rather just believe, and if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. But if I'm right, I, it's a win. There's no downside of, of yeah. a believer. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> if you're an atheist and you're wrong, you're in trouble. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so that, that's, how, that's how I look at it. So, but other than that, yeah, because he was very um, politics. Is that I thought we used to, man, each time I go to the house, we used to talk for hours about like politics in Haiti and all that stuff. I remember I used to joke around with him telling that Haiti just needs a dictator for a couple of years and he agreed with it. He said, yeah, the fact that the regime changed every four years with the um, America's thumb over his neck. Like he, you know, someone that's been there, he knows all that stuff like that. You're like, yeah. yeah. So it, it's crazy how well-versed very soon. And this is like a very intellectual, real smart dude, man. Every time you catch this guy, he's out here breaking out a book, reading, had his glasses on. Um, that's the only thing I think he really felt he was kind of unfulfilled in America. He didn't get to be as, he, as big as he wanted to be in America as he was in Haiti. And even when he ran for office in Haiti the second time, when he won, he got kicked out by America because they passed some rule. Anyone that held office when ICE was in office cannot run again, even though that rule is not in the books in Haiti. So even though he won, they kicked him out. They didn't let him do a second term. But that lets you know how do people vote for me because it's overriding. Great. What does GMV stand for? What does what? GMV stand for. GMV? Yeah. Your name. I'm just curious. Not it's not an issue. I'm just curious. Huh? 
Huh? Well, I don't know. I don't know. That's your name on the screen. It's fine. You don't have to change oh, oh, nothing. Oh, oh. That's okay, never mind. That's uh. Wanted to know what it stands for. No, I just like added, you know, just uh, to identify this uh laptop ads, you know. Oh, okay. So many of them. Okay. Uh, how about you, Juno? What you been up to? Uh, me, it was pretty much the same thing with me. I went, uh, I shot down to to Mark's father's funeral. Um, uh, Shout out to Mark, who we've yet to even had on the podcast all these years. You know, say one day he's gonna do it. Sorry, he's been here. He's like been here while we've been recording. Remember, he was sitting downstairs while we was recording. Yeah, he's been here, but he's actually never been on the podcast. Yeah, shout out to Mark, man. But um, I went to that funeral, and that's see. I know Mark. Mark is very, very has a lot of friends. Yeah. These are the moments where you 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 find out who your real friends are. You think so? These are the yeah. moments. <laughs> How so? Because you you would expect a bigger turnout. You mean? I would expect more of his friends to come. But I mean, there was you, a lot of people there to begin with. Though. His dad matter. had a whole lot of it guys there. Matter. Friends, it doesn't I matter. How much people you wanted that? <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't say more people should have been there, but I yeah. expect I expect friends to show up when you're grieving. Yeah. Not just when it's a good time, because you know a lot more people will show up if he was throwing a birthday party. That's true. So mm-hmm. this is the moment where you realize who's your true friends is when you're grieving, not just when you're having a good time throwing events and shit like that. So well, then there's also the organization of it all because Mark's bad passed, and it was up to Mark to tell his friends. I know, like I'm in the family, so a lot of stuff I already knew because I could go around circumvent Mark and go around, you know, That's access not an excuse. Kids. It is an excuse because some people, true, I don't know a lot of people. Nate, if someone's your true friend, they know your dad passed. No, not true. You remember that? Remember in the group message where he had the, the book he would have that was, was? Listen. Like a, which was like two days before or a day before? Nate. I'm in the family. Nate, I didn't get that message until you guys I got understand it. It wasn't that. Until I, for it. I understand that. But do you think if one of your parents passed today and you didn't tell me, I wouldn't find out? I wouldn't know. I don't know. I don't know. How would you, if it's online, then maybe. You don't yeah, know but that's different, know. though. That would be like other people that, you know, that know. Yeah, something. that's what I'm telling you. Tell you. Okay, know, here's how I look at it. It's, it's, it's like the same thing. Like I, Each time I've been doing stuff all along, whenever I do stuff, be it baby showers and stuff like that, my wife usually takes charge. That plays a big role in it, especially if you're not a, you're used to being like, you throw parties, you're, you're used to being a host. And stuff, Juno. You know, so you you're used to doing outreach and calling folks that are there. No, you but don't have to. You don't, don't have to do outreach for people to know certain things in your life, bro. It do you do because trust me, just like you see how you sent out your tweet about your baby shards that the third. I know plenty of other guys that have baby shards. They may not let you know a day before because guys, just in general, especially if you're not a whole type We're of person. Talking about, you're you, talking baby shards. I don't. I don't. I'm talking about. I'm talking about baby showers. Life. I'm talking about weddings. If people that aren't used to outreach and pushing, their default might be they just plan to get around it, but you're so busy and caught up and you just don't. And you you forget to. You're like, oh, and you let the person know, hey, oh, yeah, I got a funeral this Friday. And, then you, and not, some people ain't going to be able to drop their bags last minute because they ain't like funerals happen in one week. You have two weeks to tell people. You will go online and post it, which Mark did not do, right? Had, did he send mass messages? I'm not the same if he sent mass messages. I know in our group, he didn't send the mass messages maybe like a couple of days before. 
I didn't get one of the family group messages. Listen, it don't matter when he sent it, Nate, because we all knew about it when it happened. Yeah, but I said that I let that group know as far as our so group. So there's a difference. I don't really know how much other. I don't know. I'm not putting it past because I know there's there's, there's your some friends stuff that, that there's mutual friends that you have that will you tell them your dad passed away. They will tell another friend. You don't have to contact them. Everybody knows. Oh yeah, if you have mutual, yeah, sure, sure. So that's but what I, I mean. on our circle. Yeah, our circle. We let all of each other know. But you know, Mark got friends from all over. High school friends, middle school friends. He's got his 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 I don't know if that. he changed his number, but I did send my condolences and um, yeah. I try to reach out. And he had people. He had people that didn't make it to the funeral that came by the that came by the house along the week. All he had a lot of frat brothers that came by the house as well. Okay. The weeks leading up to, you know, he stood down upon me. Just still came down to see him and said to. There's some people that couldn't be there, but came by the house. You know how it is on your morning. They keep going by the house, dropping stuff yeah. off. So yeah, he's been down upon me. So the funeral just kind of ties you to just one day, but you know. Because remember, not only that, some people probably didn't go to a funeral, but they probably got to see him the week. Remember, his dad was in a coma for almost a week before that. People was like leading up to that. So I guess that's at least the cop out I'm gonna give some of those people. I, I, see, I don't, but of I don't, course, I don't, there's some pretty shitty friends all together. I don't give cop outs to nothing. <laughs> I give it a cop out. <laughs> nothing at all, bro. And I give it a cop. <laughs> oh, and yeah. uh, what else I did? Um, I had my surgery this morning. Um, it was like a, I think it was like an hour surgery. Did uh, they put you under? Yeah, man. They put me under and had the, what is it called? Probe? Oh, yeah. You know, when you lay, when you have to lay on your stomach to do surgery. Yeah. And they put that shit on your face. Yeah. Bro, I'm telling you, when they, when they hit me with that, uh, what is it, anesthesia? That profile, yeah. That profile nigga was out like a light and, Three seconds, bro. <laughs> they didn't even tell me to count, bro. They just told me take a deep <laughs> breath, and nigga was out. When I tell you nigga was out, I'm talking about you're literally dead, bro. No <laughs> dreams, no thoughts, no nothing. It's just like they press pause. It's like up exactly, bro. And you just wake <laughs> up in the recovery room. I'm like, I'm like, it's over. They ain't tell me nothing. Y'all could. It's over. And they was like, yeah, you're done. I was like, cool. Time to go home. I oh. kind of went to like surgery. I had the chip tooth fixed. That's kind of like a dental surgery. You don't. <laughs> you, you awake the whole time. <laughs> so you can hear when they're talking about, damn, this, this, this nigga breath stink. Yeah. <laughs> like, me, yeah. I, I couldn't hear nothing. I couldn't. Can't even hear nothing. They they said, Look at this enough. big fat nigga on this fucking bed. Big <laughs> black ass nigga. nigga. <laughs> they give you headphones. They let you know what they, they let you pick which Pandora station you want to pick. Listen. Oh, word. Oh, yeah. yeah, they're upgraded now. So you laid back and you watching like the Pandora screen and and while they're doing their search, so you don't even hear it anymore. Like, you know, these the these dentist offices getting getting. You don't hear that hammering kink. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you can still hear because you don't you get to your own head, yeah, but you're not hearing the ear anymore. Yeah, I remember I, when I got my wisdom teeth pulled, boy. Ugh. Oh, that's a different beast. That's a different. Yeah. I had that done too. Um, I'd still say it's not. It's bad, but it's still not as bad as staying up all night from the pain of wisdom teeth. When that shit's kicking in, because the yeah. when they're pulling it, that hurts. But when you're out at night and that shit's kicking in, you can't go to sleep. The throbbing, you brushing, keep doing all stuff, and the wisdom teeth's coming in. Oh, that's killer. That's that's that pain. That's that hurt, bro. You can't get in quick as possible. You trying to? Look, but we ain't got nothing for two days, three days, man. That shit. <laughs> 
Man. Yeah, you just have to rip tooth. <laughs> yeah, you just want to rip the whole damn tooth out immediately. And funny for mine, like none of my teeth came out as a whole. So he had actually like drill and uh drill it, oh. and cut it and rip it out. Yep. Mm-hmm. And I could just feel like you know him, like even like after like uh, he got uh done cutting through the teeth and then going like you know, even like uh cutting my gum a little bit. I'm like, oh yeah, they they gotta split through the gum and then to like <laughs> pull it out and take out the root. Yep. yep. I hate that. Uh but at least you're no, at least you're numb, but you can feel the pressure of the yeah, because yeah. it was all numb. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's what was, it was like he was putting my face off. Like, I'm like, ah, damn, bro. Like, <laughs> so, he, so your wisdom tooth was connected to another tooth? Yeah, it can grow. It, it can impact. It can grow in the knee. It was tooth. going against like uh, the, uh, the, the tooth before the last one. Yeah. yeah. It could come in. Yeah. It comes in. Yeah, like, it, it goes crooked. You know, yeah. You know, your boy is blessed over here. You got Every dentist I've been to told me, boy, you blessed. You got all If you was in the military, they don't care. Those two for that shit. That's the case. I had two taken out, I think, and two or three. I can't remember. I know my last one's coming in straight, but yeah, when I'm shit's impacted, it's no joke. Okay. Yeah, but funerals are tricky, man. There's different kinds. I guess there's depending on the send-off. I do realize that if you go to the viewing, you don't really need to go to the funeral anymore. So it's kind of like a one or the other. So I'm probably just going to go to the viewing from It's now. different, though, because when you go to the viewing, most likely the fa- most, I don't know, I think only Haitians do that where the viewing, the family is actually at the viewing. Oh, really? If you... Cause I, you know, I, you know, I, I've been through a lot of uh, African American funerals lately, in the past like five years. But the family is usually not the family. Don't go to the viewing. That's for the public. Okay, cool. Like, but Haitian. So the family probably sees it beforehand or afterhand in between already. Anyways, they're just kind of yeah. last person to say their last rites and. Right. So I, it's only a Haitian thing to actually have a viewing where the family is actually present. I never I understood why they have a viewing for let's say like three, four hours. And then after that in the funeral, they only can have the casket open for like only one hour. And then after that they close it. But it's 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 a it's a distraction thing because at the viewing there's no one speaking, there's no one what's name. But uh at the funeral you have a sermon or you have a service and you don't want the casket to be open while you're having that service because it's a distraction for the people that's there. I've been to funerals also that they had it open almost the whole funeral. I've been to both. I'm just telling you what I see with the viewings and funerals and (laughs) casket open and closed. Someone told, the lady told me that it was, I don't know if it's for preservation or whatever it is, you know, you don't have but so many hours of it in the air. Is that, I don't know how it goes. Who knows? They just got to embalm properly and they can. That's what I'm figuring. Yeah, they just got to embalm. Maybe these people cut corners like we, we just use water in this guy. We get we get a good two hours out of it, but that's it. We gotta put yeah. some cold. Well, so speaking of that too, that, that really got me thinking. Like even like people who like uh, preaching all this, like you know, like uh, individual individualism stuff. Uh-huh. Well, imagine something happens to you. Like even like my neighbor's uh, brother, who like didn't know about it for like you know, a few days after. When he died. Yeah. Yeah. You know, he lived alone, and you know, like uh, didn't really have anybody there. When you're independent, that's what happens. And I think it was like a neighbor that found him in. Yeah, that's that comes part of the. Uh, I'm gonna stick to myself. I don't need nobody. 
when you end up dying like in your house by yourself, no one knows until like, until like a lot of these folks that's only gonna have their pet cat when they die. Right. No one knows until someone someone comes does some type of check or anything like that and you've probably been dead for four days. They yeah, I believe the a dog they can, they can the smell you dog, the dog will go like a good four or five days before even thinking about even eating the owner. They said a cat will go like Maybe forty eight hours of A and E, and they gonna have to live with your feet or something. Like something's got to give. So you, <laughs> they found your half your foot's gone because the cat had to eat. They gonna open the door and find the dog initiated. Yeah, he's crying. He has been fed. He ain't gonna do it with a cat. You know they they're predators. Yeah, because you know, like you go like close to a week. Like uh, depending on 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 the person, like you, you your body rotten. It, it swells oh, up. Yeah. It definitely, like, it swells up. It starts decomposing. Florida. If the temperatures are right, then you could preserve a little longer. But in Florida, you die yeah. in an apartment by yourself. Imagine <laughs> if the AC wasn't on, bro. They walk in that room, it smells like death. They walk in that room, they might as well just bring a shovel and a straw. Bro. You just <laughs> just flew it at that point. <laughs> yeah, but, um, yeah, funerals are, it is kind of crazy not to be more morbid, more morbid and such. But like I said, it is pretty much a young age, which kind of sucks. Each time I'm thinking of like a black elderly deaf, they have it. They're I'm saying the very few of them are getting past retirement. If they are, it's just maybe one, two years in retirement, man. It's a, I don't know, man. I can't, I can't be waiting to have 65, 68 to retire stuff, though. I guess I'm, I'm going based on yeah, that's Christmas retirement, too. Yeah, yeah, I can't, I can't be doing those. I gotta. We gotta retire. We gotta retire at least ten years. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like it's just like it's really like a case of like you know, safe for retirement or YOLO. <laughs> yeah, almost like I gotta live with this. But yeah, <laughs> it is kind of wild. It's crazy, man. I mean, hey, it's yeah. That's the risk that you take. You know what I'm saying? And that's why, like with me, like yeah, I do trying to uh, you know, like uh, save. You know, do something for the future. But at the same time, I'm still trying to enjoy a little, a little. Enjoy, a little, yeah, exactly. Along the way, you got to because you never know. You know what I'm saying? Like, listen, YOLO might be the best way. <laughs> <laughs> you already know the kids gonna get, fuck up the bread. But so then again, if you live to like over a hundred and you're still broke, you know, yeah, you, you, you broke know. the whole way through. Like, <laughs> Yolo is the best. You Listen, can. if you if you knew the age that you're gonna die, you would definitely live Yolo. Yeah, true. Yeah. So if someone tell me I'm dying at 62, yep. nigga, it's Yolo because I already know when I'm dying. All that bullshit. It's just. The uncertainty of when you're gonna die and if you're gonna be still full body enabled. Imagine if someone told you you're gonna you're gonna be in a good good health, good what's name, but you die at the age of fifty three from some freak accident. Yeah, like, like some people tell like uh, so people you, who have you, cancer you, or like some of these stuff like that. The doctors tell them you know like you have people. You know, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. Because it's pretty much you can yolo, you can yolo your whole life up until you get um until you're sick. Exactly, that's the issue. It's not even old age because old age is gonna stop you until you're sick and you can't work to live. Well, old age is gonna there. stop you from generating much income to live. Exactly yolo. to just yolo, and that's when it catches that's up. You, that's why people are conservative about saving for retirement and shit. Because you don't exactly. know what age you're gonna die. But if you know yeah. you're gonna die at a working age, shit. You're gonna live like Nick Cannon. Exactly. You're gonna knock up everybody you see with a uh with a decent body. Oh Nick ain't fucking around. He knows those type of diseases that are that are what do they call it? And um what is it when they when they when you attack your own body, what do they call it? Um 
from uh, you know what I'm talking about all those diseases. About. That, I can't remember the name though. Yeah, so all those type of diseases that are, that that attack this that attack your own body, their life expectancy isn't as long as everyone else's. So you're like, you know, I'm gonna get, I'm am I'm a ball out of this bitch. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying live my life. You know, get 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 the thing out of it. So you know, it's trying to get like, get the best out of it, but. Other than that, it's kind of like we we're saying before the podcast. So it's either that or you can live a very long, a very old age, which I've had when I used to work at hospital. I've seen patients over 100 years old that are able bodied, is that on third? But then, is that a, but then sometimes you see some people like that old age isn't always, isn't always a good thing. Sometimes that old age can't do they can't do a damn thing for themselves. Yeah, that, that's what I hate. Bro. Yeah. yeah, man. But sometimes some people go to grandparents. I'm like, man, no post grandma, bro. Grandma's. You, there's sometimes you get past an age where you just don't need to take a picture of your grandparents anymore. They're no longer photogenic. They almost look lost. They're very yeah. proud. It could be a good other life, but this is, they're too old for photos now, guys. You know, you got, you know, ungrateful grandkids. You have, it's like, yeah, they take a photo of their grandma. Like, listen, your grandparent only looks good to you. Mima only looks good because you grew up with mom. The rest of us were like, we look like Mima look like she's about to kick the bucket any day now, bro. Don't we don't need them on Facebook posts? <laughs> Mima or Grandpa, you know what I'm saying? They look too old for, 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 for the for the for the gram. But that's the thing. People that usually like live to that um that high age, they usually are able body up until like two weeks before they die. And then everything just and shifts just, on everything the right. Just shuts down. It's like it's it's like boom, you have two weeks left. Once you got you get sick, you have two weeks left. Boom, you're dead. But before Jeez. then, before then, there was still able body moving around, doing shit, doing what's name. So there's a. But I don't hear it matters. Whatever it does it hits it, it. I'll say between let's say like a couple months and two years, definitely for sure. I know my grandpa when he took a turn, it was within two years. My grandma, same thing. He was there like what, very. Did he have a stroke? He had a stroke. See, so even after the that's, stroke, that's he was going and he got, but, and that's when it starts, yeah, getting worse but and worse. You got a lot of these crazy. older people that they don't have strokes. They just they just get sick, boom, two weeks they're dead. Yep. Hmm. So sometimes, a stroke, sometimes you just go to sleep and they don't wake up. Right. Yep. <clears throat> the stroke, if you can catch it in time, it'd be good, but you don't always notice the signs. Right. You could have but a stroke like, for you could be having a stroke. You just felt like a tick in your body and you just yeah good, but and then you drinking water, people like this nigga dropping this cup. You all right, bro? You joking? And we don't even notice, and until it's getting worse and worse, and then they get the droopy face and let me like, oh shit. You know what I'm saying? But that's what it'd be it'd be nice if there was some kind of ticker that you could find out ahead, but you really don't know until the person starts losing like motor functional skills. You're like, hold on. That's why uh you should get these old people Apple watches. I don't know if the Apple Watch. I know the Apple Watch will tell you heart attack. I don't know if it does anything about stroke. But could it do mm-hmm. something for that? I'm pretty sure your 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 body your body can do some kind so, of, and it could see that you're having some type of some type of shit going on. You know what I mean? Yeah, the shit is wild. But, yeah. <laughs> um, that is the only thing we're guaranteed. So this is it. Yep, that's true. Um, we ready to get into um, get into these absurdities? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. All right, we'll start with hip hop. Um, you guys got Megan Tory Saga. What's going on with that? Oh, they got to lift it. I, I, I don't think you look, 
Huh? I don't see that. Your study? Is this not the shared notes? Am I in the different notes? You, you probably do it. Yeah. Oh, I think I fuck around and put my shit in the different notes. What the fuck am I thinking? Either way, with the Megan Tory saga, just just to, just to kind of go off of that one, um, Tory posted a picture of him grilling this last couple weeks, and as you can see, no one's talking about that case. Nothing's going on. She she is. That's because he won. <laughs> That's how it is when you won. It's kind of quiet. That's how it is. Yeah. Should, should, um, you know, no repercussion for you know the other side. Yeah. No consequences. Yeah. So we're gonna see um how that how that goes because yeah, she's been kind of she's been kind of quiet out here. We ain't seen no yeah. even though he had to pay over 30 billion to build uh, to build himself out. That's nothing. Yeah, that's them. Yeah. That's, that's nothing. You get it back if you didn't use a bondsman. Yeah, you know, he he got it to get it back regardless. Um, what else y'all want to go to in hip hop? I added the few that I had another one so I brought it over. Okay. Um oh that I have that's a duplicate. The baby and his crew got into a fight with Danny Lay's brother at the bowling alley. Yeah. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, you know what I don't understand about people that call out other people? I love it. Danny I fucking Lan- love it. Danny Land's brother was upset about the whole baby uh recording his sister and calling her a side bitch and shit like that. Which he should. Which I under, it's understood. You should that you should feel disrespected that's your sister nigga shouldn't be treating your sister like that. Granted. Yeah. Granted. But when you tell when you tell the nigga that was doing it, that when you see him, oh, you're gonna whoop his ass. You gonna or you tell him it's on site. You tell him it's on site. You tell him you wanna <laughs> fight him. And then when you when you get to that nigga, right? You want a one on one like like I like I ain't with six of my brothers. <laughs> yeah, when you see on site, yeah, that's dangerous. Yeah, that's yeah, because you by yourself. I'm with six of my my closest friends. I'll be damned. Remember, remember in high school, Nate, we used to fight niggas that didn't jump into the fight. Yeah, same. Well, shit, not bro. for not jumping. We used to we used to go fight groups. So we were going out in all our melee and brawl. We ain't want no witnesses. Don't come if you ain't gonna fight. Exactly. And niggas that didn't <laughs> fight ended yeah. up catching a fade from somebody else. Yeah, that's, that's, how you. Don't that's, just how, that's just how it was. So yeah. you can't think you're gonna come fight me and I'm with my my crew and it's gonna be a one on one fight. What the? Are we kids? <laughs> did, we, did, we, well, did, we, did we sign a, mean, a, a UFC fight or a boxing match? <laughs> what made it kind of wild is because he want to square one with with little baby, but little baby never he never touched your sister. The baby. I mean the baby. He never touched your sister. So you want to square one for him? kicking your sister out for her being abusive to him. It was disrespectful, but he was only being, he was being equally disrespectful in a term that wasn't physical there. She was being physical, so he put her viral. Now you want to defend her honor by whooping his ass. You're bigger than him, so maybe you have an advantage. His advantage is his six friends. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and then he wanted to talk about he just wanted to talk. Like, Ain't no talk. Yeah. Like, yeah ain't oh, no man. talk. I love the fact that baby jumped off first. That's what's worse. It ain't like he got a chance to talk. He was right there. Baby just jumped but, off. <laughs> yeah, he had a little one-on-one chance with, ba- with uh, the baby. <laughs> Listen. Yeah, the one-on-one is going to last 
One on one lasts is five seconds. One punch. <laughs> you didn't get too much of the one on one. Baby jumped. Baby started. Baby got. Baby did the onside on him. Um, this is why you got to think of family dynamics. Though he got a baby with your sister, you shouldn't have been talking like that to begin with. And now you see him. He's with the group of guys. Now he jumped on. He really. By, when he already did that video here, though, he don't give a damn for your family how your family feels. Now you out here throwing threats. Now you don't whoop your ass and that. Uh, He's never gonna be in your family's good graces. Y'all have to be some kind of wild family, bro. For, for the parents to ever take him in, he don't keep the dog out. Yeah, that nigga's dead to that family. Listen, niggas with money get treated different. Maybe that so, shit is wild. You already know what time it is. He come through and bless the family with uh with some gifts and shit. Yeah, just he, say this he, how we he, do. He just, he's just a good nigga now. Yeah, we just, we just a little dysfunctional at time, guys. You know, yeah, they're, they're, I mean, they, they can. It's it's gonna take some, you know, real, you know, growing up, you know, some, some, some real men, you know, like. Uh, okay, fast forward to today. Danny Lay's brother suing the baby. Yeah, I saw that too. Like, I love it though. Yeah, I love it. On, man. <laughs> oh, what are you supposed to do, nigga? I ain't gonna get a fair one, obviously. And you jump me, I gotta come for the pocket. That's what we're doing now. Like, come on. He, he always wanted thing. to come for the pocket. Niggas wanted to fight. Yeah. He been wanted to come for the pocket. In the words it's of Gucci, I thought, I thought we were fighting. Yeah, that's it. I thought we were going to be a good fight. Yeah. His sister was doing that blessed up and came with the pocket. She fucked up a bag. He just got the family the bag back again. That's all. <laughs> yeah, I got, he, she moved the bag. I repositioned the bag back to the family. We <laughs> gonna get that settlement. We gonna get that because he's gonna sue the baby for hitting him first. Then he's gonna sue his entourage for jumping him. There's definitely Ooh. gonna be at least I would say two hundred thousand to five hundred thousand dollars settlement. Easy yeah. money. Easy money. Yeah, baby knew how much. He, baby knew he was gonna pay once he punched that nigga. <laughs> That's it's a called, wild. It's called a five hundred dollar, um, five hundred thousand dollar punch. Yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs> I already know, know what it costs to punch you in your shit. Yeah, like worth every worth every piece of it. <laughs> Some niggas get it for free. I mean. <laughs> uh, uh. Yeah, but that's well, the maybe thing. would have been that's smart was to let him right? throw the first blow and the whole crew get a wild out on him. But the fact that you just jump bad and punch the man is kind of wild. And then they're just stomping Buddy out and holding Buddy down. I'm like, damn, man. So he got done dirty. Pulling his ponytail. <laughs> yeah, he got done dirty. He came on camera talking about he's still good. These niggas ain't trying to show him a head up face. Um, Yo, who was pulling this man ponytail? Bro? <laughs> yeah, one of the bodyguards. <laughs> what, what's crazy is he did kind of mess up the baby. He was like, you know, when next time you come to the West Coast, I know you be coming out here. I need my fade. Whenever you phrase something like that, you almost make it seem like it's the whole coast versus me. So now I do got to check you because you put me in a bad situation. Yeah. It, it could have been worse, yeah. Yeah, I do got to check you because you put me in a bad situation. And now I see you. I would say the baby who hit them is one thing, but they didn't have to film it and record it. If this was an altercation we heard about, it would be different. Baby said, yeah, I had to jump in the shit because he tried me. He's messing my bag up. I did nothing to him. His sister tried me. I recorded and protected myself. That's it. You want to defend her honor? That's one thing. But you talking about next time I come to the West Coast, I know you be coming down there. Why are you putting my information? You know that's one of the worst grounds ever is the West Coast. To make it yeah. seem like I'm not welcome down there, you're going to have to see about me. Yeah. And um, yeah, Especially yeah. a lot of guys been getting, you know, even killed, shot in the, on the West Coast. Yeah, definitely. So I don't blame the baby for doing that. But also, baby knows that the punches cost. And my dog needs to be compensated. 
for that actual Billy Cod on camera <laughs> that went viral, mind you. Motherfuckers making memes and jokes. There's already plenty of funny jokes. You know what I'm saying? There's the yeah, yeah. Oh, there's a bunch. There's the yeah, they, they use the, the SpongeBob. It's very popular one, Sue. I think who dropped one? Um, I saw Send me some damn celebrity that was like Mr. Before. Commodore. Mr. Commodore did one. Fifty Century reposted it. Yeah, Fifty reposted. I was like, Fifty okay. reposted it. Yeah. You see, he's doing the threats, and you see the SpongeBob me ten minutes later, and you see him get his ass up. Uh, it's just fucking hilarious. <laughs> so, my dog needs to be. And buddy, Danny Lay's brother is an inspiring rapper. You know, his rap career is almost done with an actual like that. Yeah. So, oh, yeah. Yeah. emotional damage, physical damage. You got to pay me, boy, boy. See, this this is the thing with relationships, bro. When 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 family jumps into people's relationships. Shit never goes right. Nope. You have to leave your family out of your relationship, bro. That's right, yeah. You definitely have to leave your family, but if the person cares about you, they're going to know how to tread lightly because they know that you're tethered to your family forever. But there's some motherfuckers that are savages, though. Your family jumping this bitch, I'm cussing you out just like anybody else. Bro, but what you don't realize is that that's what, even that's though I get back you. with you and your sister, that shred's going to always be there. I'm going to complicate yourself. That's how I take it with, with the family, bro. What? Like this is between me and my spouse. If you, come, you, don't, if you, you don't, come in here with some bullshit, I'm gonna tell you to go eat a dick, real fast. I'm gonna let you know this is none of your this is none of your concerns. I don't need no opinions from you. I don't what's name. This is a family issue. This family, we create this family. family. This is so yeah. You can stay out of it. You're, you're, bruh. I, I don't play with the families jumping into relationships and shit. Like <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. That but I'm, I don't, I'm not I'm not with that cursing the other family out like that. I'm cursing out shit mom, weird. dad, sister, brother, uncle, anybody that got something to say. You cursing negative, them out, checking them. <laughs> I'm checking you right there at the door. I'm gonna check you properly, and then if you continue, that's when you get the SMD. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's just hilarious. You just got. You have to let your family know there's boundaries in your relationship, and they can't cross those boundaries. Yeah, that, but they should know as well. You know what I'm saying? They should already know that. Yeah, but still. But you know, a lot of people don't know boundaries to people's relationships. Got to do boundaries because you can't talk too reckless about your family member's spouse either, because they're gonna go back to them. Now you look. Now they look like you have that. Now they know how you really feel about their spouse. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Now, if you if you go back and tell them, nah, that's. You should keep all that stuff in house. Oh, that's definitely yeah. You definitely should go back. You should have that, that violate that. You, you should go that stuff in house. You, exactly. You, you, you got to compartmentalize it, right? Like you as yeah. a husband, you can't go tell your family, "Oh, my wife does this. I don't like this. I don't do this. She don't yeah. do this." Because your family's gonna be on your side, and they're gonna look at her funny. Yeah. And vice versa. But even if he did, the family shouldn't go back and tell her. You know what I'm saying they got like each thing compartmentalized. You can't. You know what I'm saying. It got to be like one of those things. You can't be like, oh, Eddie told me that you're like, oh, I ain't violated. Exactly. Yeah. So, but you know, that, that, that's when like, you know, like things go bad is like when you got other family uh, get involved in it. And that's when like, you know, that's when like relationship and marriages don't last. It's, yeah. it's when, you know, like, you know, friends and family get involved and everybody got their opinions and. Yeah, yeah. There's nothing wrong with getting yeah, advice. Like, There's nothing wrong with having good counsel going around getting advice. This other thing, but you can't allow everyone to have their own opinion, speak up. Yeah. So, you know, it's, it's a balancing act. You know what I'm but either way, they yeah, that family, whatever her, her thoughts, she might as well just say it's really over with him now. This nigga done 
kicked you out. That could have been redeemable. Now that he don't want your brother's ass and got his brother jumped. For some reason, I, 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 still did, I still see that there's a way to, you know, like uh, bring so it all back. She never really had him to begin with because he has That's a baby mama. Yeah. But now you don't whoop your ass, and now you don't kick your ass and whoop your brother's ass. What, how you ever really got him at all? He don't got none of this with his other baby mama. You're saying shit's smooth sailing. So I mean, it, it's yeah. I, I think yeah. I think she might as well just you know start go getting back, putting up her videos, worry about herself, and rebrand and get herself popping again. You don't need to be saying it's cool you had the baby at one point, but you know what I'm saying you gotta you gotta. Find your own way. Look at look at that one girl Chris Brown used to date. She done made herself a whole celebrity out here, huh? Karuchi, Karuchi, yeah. She over here starring on that show. Yeah, a shark. She's out here that got popping, and she's a whole damn B-lister out here doing great for herself. She don't fucking Chris Brown no more. You know what I'm saying, and that's what you got to do. So you know you can't just tether your boat to one guy. You know what I'm saying, which one, one other? Especially if you try to just. Come up off them off the slickness, mm-hmm. and now now this shit. You know what I'm saying it, it's 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 more trouble than it than it than it's worth. But it seems like. Um, what else do we have in hip hop? And then I'm back on y'all guys. So, um, uh, you got someone put Jim Jones being racially profiled at the Gucci store. I didn't see that. Yeah, week. I seen that. Did he want fans to protest or something like that, or he just complained about it? So what yeah, he just complained about it, posted online, said he walked in, didn't give him any customer service. And it was the black guy who said that Rachel for fight of the worst. Yeah. He sent the black guy out to uh, talk to him. So that's kind of insulting. Like, it's like, you know, like no one no one gave him any service. But when he started, you know, like making noise, tripping, that's when, you know, they sent the black guy out. To, yeah, they're like, they're like, come yeah, get you're looking like, me. what the hell did they bring this guy? What the hell is he gonna do? <laughs> you're like, come get, you're like, go get your mans. See, listen, <laughs> listen, see, celebrities, celebrities have this thing where they think they're special and different. Yeah, but they are though. You're not they special, are, but sometimes you get a reality spe- check. No, you're special to a certain. Maybe. You're special, special to, to a certain, certain people, people. Certain brands, people. yeah, to certain brands. Maybe not Gucci, but, yeah. But nigga, in not America, certain brands, still... certain people. If I don't listen to your music, you're just a black man. Exactly. <laughs> and people don't know you <laughs> as Jim Jones. Now, if you went to a black store, yeah, everybody knows. Okay, Jim Jones in the building, but these people yeah. don't know you, and now you, it's because you think you're special that you're Jim Jones. You're gonna walk into Gucci, they're gonna treat you good, but. Exactly. He's capo. These people at Gucci said, look, I just did Justin Bieber Madonna last week. I know celebrities and you looking pretty unfamiliar. Because <laughs> we know we walk in the Gucci store, we're going to have to pick up the item we want and go ask them if they got this in stock. Exactly. We know that. We know that. <laughs> but Jim, Jim didn't like the fact that he has to ask for every item. Uh, it's just one of those things, man. Celebrities sometimes get on their high horse and forget how pompous and stupid they sound. Like, bro, no one really cares about this this little thing that you're saying right now because, you know, other people have bigger fish to fries. It's sad that you're now seeing this and it's going to make people wonder how come we're arguing about this other shit you didn't speak up then. And, of course, someone like T.I. who actually, like, loves Gucci or something, he might say, man, I can't fuck, I can't not fuck Gucci. So he'll say, all right, guys, Gucci acting up. We're going to give him a third Floyd Mayweather. <laughs> he gonna, well, Mayweather's going to say, I got to still fuck Gucci, bro. T.I.'s going to tell us, T.I.'s going to at least try to balance. T.I.'s going to say, all right, guys, we're going to have to do a 3 weeks protest on Gucci. 
I ain't saying we gonna fuck. We ain't gonna fuck them all together. We got another little three weeks. Gucci's gonna say just fine. Mark the books for those three weeks. We expect to see a drop. We're gonna get them niggas right back. <laughs> yeah. Floyd Mayweather gonna say, I don't know what these niggas talking about. Gucci ain't never did wrong by me. <laughs> that's, that's, that's exactly what when that Gucci shit went down the first time, that was the same shit Future said. Future said, You yeah. know, I got way too much fucking I done spent way too much money at Gucci for me to stop wearing this shit. I'm aware. <laughs> it is the truth in some matter. If you want, Bro, if, if you got, if they want to have a conversation, we can have a conversation about it, whatever. But I ain't gonna just stop wearing Gucci because y'all protesting Gucci. <laughs> okay, clothes is not an asset to begin with, right? But now you're really making a liability. If I don't spend this money on this thing that's worth three thousand dollars, yes, and I ever it's supposed to be worth two dollars, and that's a hell no. Fuck on my back. That, that's just that's how I gotta look at it. So it, it, it's what I'm saying. Yeah, future. I don't spend a lot of money on these folks over here, bro. I can't. I can't just not be fucked with them because y'all. <laughs> it is. It is kind of crazy in that aspect. Um. Yeah, Jim Jones sounds wild, but um. Yeah, what are you gonna do? What else are you gonna do? Um, what else do we have? Oh, we yeah, had yeah. a we had a uh, a shooting. I think that was uh, I guess it was Justin Bieber's birthday party in L.A. Yes, yeah. Kodak was out there, and there ended up being a bra. Kodak gets shot in the leg, and three other people get shot, or two other people. I don't know how. I don't know what it was. I think it was three people and Kodak. Yeah, they caught like Kodak in the leg. <clears throat> but those two other people, we didn't hear about their uh, conditions. But... We don't know them. <laughs> yeah, that's not good. They're not special to the group. <laughs> you know that? Group remember people. that one guy? Remember that one white girl when her her boyfriend took her hiking or some shit? The that um, and shoot, they went missing. How that took the news this whole remember a couple months yeah, ago? Yeah. One that came back and then uh, the he didn't come back. Yeah, he didn't come back with her and yeah, yeah. he was missing. And then after a while, he ended up killing himself when he was hiding. Yeah. You know, during that time, when they end up finding her body, you know how they checked that field? You know how much other bodies they found in that field? Nine, bro. Oh, wow. And we didn't hear about none of the motherfuckers. They found two in that area before they even found her. And then they found another seven missing motherfuckers. And none of that shit made the news. Because wow. we were worried about the white girl and her story. Exactly. Like you said, you ain't big enough for the group. You don't make the story. Hmm. I'm talking about they found black guys. They found Chico chicks. They found they even found other white folks. Motherfuckers have been missing for a long time. Like that field, I guess that's a prominent area where killers drop motherfuckers off at. But yeah, nine other people, bro. Oh. That's the drop station. That's the drop spot. <laughs> if you try to kill, you try to be a murder. This is the perfect spot for it. Oh, uh, that's wild. Yeah, so it's crazy. Yeah, if you're not big enough, your shit's just not going to trend. Um, what else do we have? Yeah, we got Kodak Black. We got Penny Lay suing. Uh, one thing we had to forget last week was uh, <clears throat> Ice Cube performed at a NASCAR race. And uh, both uh, NASCAR fans and, you know, usually, usually hip-hop fans are confused. What were they confused they, about? They're confusing what the fuck Ice Cube doing on the stage. <laughs> I'm confused. Hey man, man, he he's trying to expand expand the brand, expand expand. Ice Cube, Ice Cube's a free man who who's a multi multi millionaire who got his own started who's co owner of his own basketball league who still does very conscious rap music who's still trying to do shit for his community. Dirty he's gonna go where motherfuckers throwing sack at him and there's a lot of people there. He ain't got a problem. 
And right now, Ice Cube's doing music for fun. This is probably his least earned income way of making money. Yeah. It's something he does for fun. If he's doing old hits, it's because he feels like doing old hits. And that's it. So I don't mind if motherfuckers going to book me and I get paid. Even if I don't get paid, it's free promotion. I get to work out something I, I have a passion about, but they don't really make me no money. I'm going to do it. Well, it was a, I don't see the problem. There's, I'm sure that they weren't quiet. He got enough hits that there's a couple fans that still rock on him. You know, white folks definitely consume hip hop. So don't be surprised you go in a certain area and, and think it's the same way that we think because there's white folks. Taylor Swift, every time she has a concert, she brings out a, rap, a, a rapper, one or two popular rappers, and the crowd rocks out with them, whether she brings out, um, what's his name from, um, who's buddy from with the one I, Freddie Wap, where she brings out Future, where she's brought out Nelly, she's brought out T.I. These country fans, yeah, they fuck with country music, but all in all, let's not forget who's the biggest yeah, we know. Yeah, consumer of hip-hop is white folks, yeah. yeah I know, so, I'll be, be hearing them, yeah. I'm not it's confused. Even, I'm, even out here, I'll be hearing them. Yeah. Listen, I'm not confused on why Ice Cube did it. <laughs> Nigga, they giving yeah. you a bag, you're gonna go get that bag. Yeah. But for people to be confused, like um that NASCAR fans are didn't want it and uh are confused about why he's there, I understand why they're confused. To me, I'm like, well, yeah, that just that NASCAR it, said it, that, it that they don't listen to hip hop, it's just that they don't expect you to know any they don't want it there. <laughs> Yeah. They don't want it there, but NASCAR yeah. already said they're expanding their brand. That's why they did the Black Lives Matter car. They don't want it to just be. Here's the thing about America. America don't give a fuck about racism. They don't care about anything but the dollar. Soon as this shit starts affecting the dollar, oh, I have enough motherfuckers on my side. They've got enough rednecks and white people that's going to rock with them regardless. And now they figure there's nothing but an upside by now catering to some black people. If it was going to be a massive loss, they'd have said, fuck God, niggas, we fuck with others. They already did the math. Oh, now, yeah, we, yeah. We, yeah they already did the math. It's even with Nike, yeah. Exactly. Oh, no. We did the math. We already got these lifetime people regardless. They're not going nowhere. There's our permanent customer. And now we got these new motherfuckers that could fuck with us if we rock with them just even a little bit. It's the same thing. What do haters wearing now? <laughs> you go to Target, there's an LGBT area. You go this week, that shit's an all-black area. You know what I'm saying? All black because because it's a black instrument. They done gutted the whole shit out, bro. You you seeing in tribal colors, pro this, you see black one. This shit is crazy. These motherfuckers stroke. I definitely bought a shirt. Oh yeah, they got some dope shit too. That's what's crazy. Definitely bought a shirt. At Target. Target? Okay. Yeah, go to Target. They had TLC logos. I bought those. They got plenty of dope black shit, bro. They changed a lot. Not to mention Target got, like, got almost like a permanent black hair area. It used to be a little small section. Now it's like a whole row of black mm-hmm. hair products. And all. Yeah, yeah. So once these people see there's money in it and it's not stopping the bottom line, exactly. they ain't got no problem integrating you because all they care is about the dollar. Once they see that that one point six trillion being spent by black people, yeah, nigga, yeah, you, nigga, <laughs> that money right, hey, that money right, yeah. yeah, easily give you half of the store and be like, it ain't gonna be no loss. We good, and it, exactly. As long as it's not no loss, as long as it's not. So, that's why people wonder when you see this whole women's movement, women empowerment. They know who's the biggest consumers is single women. That's why they're gonna promote that. Soon as women back in the days when men used to have women on lock and she couldn't buy anything serious without her husband. All the promotion was going towards men. You yeah. know what I'm saying? 
And, and then they would promote stuff that they're like, hey, woman, you want to make your life easier? Buy your, tell your husband to buy you this, home cook this, home, they'll tell your husband, they'll promote for them to tell your husband. But as soon as those, yeah. now we got two consumer products after they went to, after what was it, World War II, when women end up getting to go to the work while the guys were off at war, yeah. they'd be like, hold on, now we got a whole consumer base, they all switch to that. Yeah, a whole so workforce looking to it, yeah. That's one thing about America. I don't know when these motherfucking mega companies get together and decide which way they're going to start promoting and panning and what stuff that as a culture we're not going to no longer fuck with or not fuck with. But it's ultimately just follow the bag. It's usually just a bag chase. They're like, yeah. okay, we're they're like, I know forever we said we ain't fuck with racism, but we fuck with racism right now because that shit is right now the numbers say that shit is cranking. It's <laughs> and we got to go with it. We got to go with it. <laughs> And you could be the small company and say, I ain't going to do with it, but the big boy is going to go along. Everyone's going to go along. And you're going to get wiped out. You're the, you're the smoke yeah. You're going to get wiped out. You got to play the game. You got to play the game. Just like we see the whole thing came around with Metaverse. It's like everyone just clicked out the blue. Oh, yeah, we about to go to Metaverse. We about to go. Companies that even fucking have barely had a website. They talking about we getting ready for the Metaverse. Like, this shit is wild. It's like <laughs> if someone sends out a memo, everybody got to hop along or get left behind. <laughs> Uh, it's it just yeah, it's just one of those things. It's crazy to see yeah, companies like Target and all those things. You know, saying they might not do nothing meaningful, but to get your bread, they will. They, will, they ain't got no problem doing a lot of grandstanding. They ain't got no problem doing all that. You know, saying as long as they're not gonna lose no money behind it. Yeah. <coughs> Was that all in hip hop? We covered everything. Um, we did the. Uh, we didn't do. Uh, well, Ye still at it at it uh, with Kim. Yeah, I had that. Yeah, I had that down as pop culture. Yeah, he's not in hip hop no more. He, not in, not the bullshit he's doing. Not the bullshit. Pop culture. It is beyond pop culture because he's dating women that ain't even hip hop. Julia Fox, and he's out here threatening white comedians that are on uh, on. Um, what show is Buddy on? Yeah, SNL. He's 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 old. He's he's a whole different problem, dog. No, I'm just saying, like you know, he he's a. Uh, He's abusive. Yeah, I'd agree with it. I agree. You don't use your I'm anti everybody's calling something toxic. I like get the get shut the hell up. Calm down. But what he's doing is I'm agree it's toxic. Because if a broke motherfucker did what, what Kanye was doing, would have been said, lock this motherfucker up. He's out here throwing threats, throwing memes, bugging you, creeping out your neighbors. Is that they're like, bro? What did I just tell you guys earlier? What? Niggas with money get treated different. Yeah, that's exactly. Now you talking about a billionaire? Yeah, you talking. <laughs> <laughs> money get treated different. They have a different set of rules. We just people have to accept about, that shit. People talking about Kanye just doing what he doing. Kanye's fighting for love the way you wish you did, but he only got the he got the balls to do. it. no, nah, we didn't do it because we ain't trying to end up in jail. We ain't got the bag to do that. <laughs> <laughs> you yeah, everybody trying to look like a fool out here. Fuck that shit. <laughs> As a, you know, all is fair in love and war. You don't mind looking fool for you, the end results when you're going to win. You know what I'm saying? Matt, remember when Puff Daddy was dropping singles for J-Lo for like six months straight, dropping number one bangers mm-hmm. trying to get his yeah. back. <laughs> he ultimately didn't get her back, but, you know, he got the bangers out of it. And, you know, you're trying to win, you try to win. It only sounds bad. It only looks bad when you don't win. When you win at the end, you're like, shit. That nigga, you know what I'm saying? All yeah. fair in love and war. Look at Offset, yeah. <laughs> exactly. People talking about Offset was toxic by... Surprising Cardi. Nah, man, my dog got his wife back. What y'all want him to do? <laughs> you got to do what you got to do. But it is, um, but what Kanye doing it is, is wild, bro. He's out here cursing Pete out, calling the dude skeet, this, that, and the third. It's always some 
Uh, this dude ain't doing nothing but being respectful to EI putting memes up. What's what the was, yeah, bro. He, was, he dropped a he dropped a crazy board too. That nigga said me and my niggas pulling up on uh SNL. SNL. Yep. I was like, whoa, guy, they want to smoke. Yeah, <laughs> fizzy beef and shit like that. And I'm saying if I was Pete Davis, uh, Pete or Sam, I'd hit him and you know, pull uh Delani's brother, hit my dog with a clean lawsuit. You know, he got money to lose. But they said he, uh, what's his name? Pete. Yeah. He uh he upped his security. It should it should I should have to live like this, bro. Exactly. I didn't. You know, saying your girl chose me. So <laughs> <laughs> what am I supposed to turn down Kim Kardashian? Come on, she's a billionaire. She look good. She I'm got She getting people out of jail. What I look like? I'm supposed to turn it down? Come on, because you don't fuck up the you don't fuck up the position. What I come on. <laughs> we ain't even friends like that. I don't even. I just know you in passing. My sister just give. Come on, bro. Chill out. <laughs> <laughs> Every now and then, I go back and listen to old Kanye and make me realize, like, damn, it's crazy how much it. Back when he was, when he first got into the game, he came in with his like his, his longtime girlfriend. I don't know if she was high school sweetheart. And he swore he was a college girlfriend. I know she was the college girlfriend. He swore he was gonna marry her. And got too much fame, and that shit never came to fruition. Yeah, that nigga dumped like, ass for a white girl. Yeah, that was the trade off. Yeah, he, did, he did. He did uh, the exact same word that you know he uh he's talked about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was it of, of his lyrics? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Which is fucking nuts. It's like you don't see the hypocrisy. Like he didn't see the meat. You know what I'm saying. He told you what niggas do. He never told y'all he wasn't a nigga. <laughs> yeah, he said, I never told y'all. Yeah. <laughs> When he get on, he didn't hear that to a white girl. Exactly. He didn't tell you he wasn't that person he was talking about. He wasn't shaming <laughs> those guys. He was just telling you what guys do. Yeah, the shit is, is fucking crazy because he left her, I think, for Amber Rose. And then after Amber left Amber Rose for Kim Kardashian. So he he stepped he he stepped his way to white girl. He went from he went to a black to white girl, then to a full white girl before he crossed over. Gotta crawl yeah. before you run, right? Yeah, you gotta pivot. pivot <laughs> transition. Kanye out here doing it properly. <laughs> <laughs> well, I heard he was dating this other uh black uh model. Nah, that was now he's dating Julia Fox now, another white girl. He was dating a black model. I'll show. Kanye is not, I don't think Kanye fuck with black girls a little bit. Like, which it, to me, a black billionaire as influential as Kanye, you see him with a black girl in his hand, it does, it would resonate pretty big. You know what I'm saying? I mean, there's no bigger than Jay Z and Beyonce. You know what I'm saying? But oh, yeah, he's still up there too. Yeah. Someone that has like their pulse, that has white culture, watching everything he does and breathe and say, someone that's gotten Kim from being just a salacious sex model to out here meeting with presidents, his, you already know, his influence is big, though. You see him with a black yeah. lady on his arm? It's gonna put black women back on that map a little bit. You know what I'm saying? He could go a long way if he actually cared about his people to that to that extent. But Kanye seems like he's above worrying about race anymore. He's more worried about um his OJ shit. He's worried about his wealth and worried about he's not anti-black because he cares. He wants to see black people do well, but he's more worried about solving for um poverty, worried about Getting super rich so he could control and help people out and be that's not something you can solve really. Like when I mean at the heart of it, he's gonna be he's gonna have to be a socialist or a communist, but that shit does not work in America and in, 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 in capitalists, yeah. 
Uh, doesn't really work nowhere, really. But, but you know, so so, you know he's trying to do that. So color is going to almost like second tier. It's going to be second tier to him because he, he almost feel like he's a graduate. He's above that now. Yeah, that's when you fall. That's when you. But it's not like he's he's not saying he's above that because he feels like he's better than black people. He feels no. he's better than all people. No, that's what I'm saying. That's, that's when you fall, when the system decides, you know what, they don't want you anymore. And that's when, you know, like all the... Yeah, that's true. But he, is, he has proven to be a genius enough because he does genius level music. Yeah. It's pivoted to him to have influence. <clears throat> and he's able to roll his influence big enough at any sector that he says he wanted to go into that we doubt him. We call him crazy at first. But over time, his following follows him over there and he becomes a success, a success in that field also. Yeah. You know, when the system doesn't fuck with you, you, know, you, you really fall like, uh, you fall hard. Like, look at Michael Jackson and even like, we could go like, uh, even towards, you know, Michael Vick and a few yeah, other. Yeah, yeah, but the, the difference was, okay, yeah, you're right, you're right. Michael Jackson, everyone fucked with Michael Jackson, but Michael yeah. Jackson. That thing happened and, you know, it's just like, Michael Jackson was still very um, closed off and reserved and letting them control the narrative. Kanye is not about letting y'all control the narrative. You bring a camera out, he's going to speak his mind. He's going to go to TMZ. He's going to, you know what I'm saying? Y'all going to say y'all half, he's going to say his half. So he's going to still have a big cult following on his half. It's not just shut up and take it like most celebrities. Did, did he really uh, draw that picture? <laughs> yeah, he does dumb shit. That's what I'm saying. Who does shit like this? You know what I'm <laughs> How much is a billionaire, bro. Yeah, bro. Billionaire. A fucking billionaire. He been doing some dumb shit like he wrote them. He put the other side up. My, my account was not hacked. They were saying he put the side just to let y'all know that it is him doing all this foolishness. You know, me, Kim, and then he put Pete Davidson. He put, he, he put X across the stage. <laughs> <laughs> Elementary shit, bro. <laughs> he should NFT. He should NFT that. Yeah, shit. he got NFT that shit, bro. I guarantee that shit makes him a, a good. Bro, that should have been money for real. That's a- you ought to see the bullshit Gary V's NFT. He's actually hand drawing shit that he's NFT, and this man is not an artist. That's <laughs> shit is crazy. Hey, um, they were gonna give you their money. Uh, yeah, so you know, Kanye's a. Uh, a different beast, but yeah, I would, that would be nice if we'd have seen him. You know, if he had a black girl on his arm, some people say he needs a black girl. He wouldn't be able to get away with half the shit he, he gets. Away with. He does, yeah. He wouldn't be able to get away with half, half, half that wild shit that he he trying to pull off and shit like that. But you know, even a broken clock is right two times a day because anytime Kanye picks up a fight, a fight, he's never wrong on all aspects. Like even now, he's kind of going against Kim, but he's still kind of almost bringing up the fight about. Father's rights and stuff like that. He like he like she over here trying to move his that and third trying to move up. Brother. He like there's nothing wrong with me trying to fight for my family, trying to fight for my kids. There's no I don't want my kids on social media. People are like, well, he's right. There is a there's always he was saying he's not he's never wholeheartedly all wrong. No, yeah, he's not all the way wrong. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he's never all the way wrong. There's some wrong. There are some shit. He's a, he's he'd be half wrong for him, but he always takes a stance where you be like, ah, well, some of this is right. He was like some shit like that too. So. That's fucking Kanye. Uh, like, I like. I think he's supposed to drop the second part of his album, his other album, pretty soon. The Down the Two or something. Like if he didn't already, he started beef with Kid Cudi too. What? He started beef with Kid Cudi too because Kid Cudi took a picture of Pete Davis. So he said, he said, um, Kid Cudi's not gonna be on his album. <laughs> 
took him off that shit like that. So, you know, petty, you know, petty shit, man. What are you going to do, man? They got money on that act. Yeah, it's the end of you. Is that his what? That could be the end of him. Yeah, yeah, yeah very well could be. Yeah. Boy, man. Do we have any, what else we have? Let's go right into pop culture. That's what I, mean. I had Kanye for pop culture earlier. I think what's the name? What is that? Oh, yeah, I got on the pop culture. Byron Allen and Robert Smith um, are due to buy the Denver Broncos. I, is, see, we poor people. We didn't even know the Denver Broncos was for sale. <laughs> um, They might sell it to Robert Smith. I don't know if they're going to sell it to Byron Allen. Yeah. And that's the thing I want to say, too. Like, you know, like when you uh. When you get money, when you start really getting money, a lot of stuff really like uh comes to come to you. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, well, you know, a lot, a lot of time you really gotta worry about cars, women, uh yeah. houses, even investments sometimes. You don't go like look for you. Especially investments, because who you gonna come to that's gonna have an extra hundred thousand investment company? That's not gonna hurt them. The yeah. motherfucker that got a couple billion. Yeah, when you when you got it, when you're getting it. All that, all that stuff comes to you. A lot of times yeah. you ain't got to worry about, you know, these it's things. Hard. Yeah, it's hard it's for the money. You don't worry about, you know, liabilities, you know what I'm saying? Exactly. They worry it's about hard for the, the money not to grow. Stuff. Yeah. Yeah, I wish I you that shit comes to them. That shit comes from Niggas, you know, really trying to find out what you like and... Exactly. And cater to it and find a way they can get a check out of it. Yeah. I, I say I don't think I saw it to Byron Allen because Byron Allen was suing the the TV stations on causes of racism and stuff like that. And I know at first it got dismissed and then he kept going forward and then end up doing like a settlement where they'll give him like two, three stations or whatever agreement he ended up agreeing to because Byron Allen on the weather channel, he's slowly been buying shit up, getting rich, getting rich in the show. Like yeah. That. He's been buying a lot of stuff. Yeah. But NFL is very picky on who they allow or join themselves. I don't know if they're going to want a guy that got a history of suing institutions on the basis of racism, letting them become an owner. Mm. You know what I'm saying? They're like, yeah, nah, yeah, we let this motherfucker. It's, it's gonna expose them too. It's not gonna expose them because you can sell it to Robert Smith. But Robert Smith would be on the same thing, I guess. You know, Robert Smith they, they, never they, sued they, nobody they, for racism. They're joining as partners, so I mean, can you tell me, you know, well, I can't buy it with him. I can't put my money together with. Ah, uh... uh, you think Robert Smith's gonna say, "Oh, I got to hold up my back for Byron"? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> he like, "All right, Byron, ain't fuck with you." Yeah, but boy. it's better. It's it's less risk, you know. It's less risk with, with, with Robert. Nah, and that's, got, that's the guy who got expertise in, you know, in media. Yeah, but they're going to let The him. NFL don't need nobody with expertise. It's a, it's, you're yeah. buying into something that's a moneymaker. You ain't got to do a damn thing. This shit is yeah, already you do, you do, you do. Sometimes you need to switch direction. You need to... With the NFL? You need Come to change on, bro. a little bit. What are you talking that about? That shit he's is going to be the owner. That, he's going to be the owner. He, they, that's why you hire a staff, bro. Yeah, that shit is on autopilot. Yeah, there's, there's, there's some stuff you got to be at expertise at, like certain decisions. To be the owner of the of an NFL team? No, yeah. yeah. Yeah, bugging, bro. No, NFL. All you gotta do is have a sack, bro. That's it. Bugging, bro. Yeah. Only, black, from, only black owner. Because there's people from all walks of life that own the NFL. They come from stocks. They come from all sorts of sectors. All you gotta yeah. do is have the money and no back, no crazy history. They will let you in their club. Exactly, so, bro. Only, yeah. All that expertise stuff you talking about that means yeah. nothing. The shit's already on autopilot, bro. You're just coming in to get the bread. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> so, 
So I don't see them giving. Um, I what don't the know, hell I do you think? Uh, what's that nigga that bought the Clippers? The guy from Tech. He was from Tech, right? He yep. was from Microsoft or something. Yep. Uh, what, was, what was his name? Something Bomber. Steve Bomber. Yeah. That from Apple. Yeah, Steve Bomber. Yeah. Steve Bomber. Yeah, bought the Clippers. What the hell you think that nigga know about a pick and roll? Exactly. <laughs> only, I mean, not, not that just like over the overall business, though. Listen, only the billionaire that actually cared. Business. Only billionaire that actually cared about the sport that he's in that got in was your boy Mark Cuban. Most of them don't give a fuck. They don't know nothing about it. They just like, hey, this this sounds like a good investment opportunity. Let's buy it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> that's all. That's all they care. It's I would say Jerry one. Jones cares a lot about uh, his team too. No, I didn't say he didn't care about. It. I'm saying where they came from when they're wealthy was that was. Was that his history? Was he, did he come back and say, Mark Cuban came from sports entertainment in general. That's why he made okay. his, that's why his digital thing. He's always been a big sports guy. So he mm-hmm. always wanted to own a team. I see so, what you mean. One thing I see too, since uh, that's extra, that could be like extra airtime for the NFL with, um, what's his name? Um, Byron? Byron Allen, yeah. Listen, NFL answer. is not. NFL already got their risk, contracts out, bro. Yeah, would they risk that the teams don't for a guy that, that could shit. potentially call them racist? They don't want that. They are racist. They don't want to be called out racist. That's what they want to. That's what I look like. <laughs> you already know that. Are they willing? They already know. We're not gonna allow motherfucker. We're not gonna allow the, the 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 what they call that the fox in the hen house. We ain't gonna allow this motherfucker to come in and shake things up. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> they don't want that. They would want someone like Robert Smith. Who got his five, six billion dollars quietly? You don't think Robert Smith dealt with racism? Sure he did, but I think Chuck yeah. Long got his bread and got there first. They need, they want yeah. someone like that. Yeah, he could use it, you know, save some money on taxes. Motherfucker, Robert Smith ended up paying a crazy amount of fines for taxes for old stocks after he built out all those black kids. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? This <laughs> Robert Smith forget it. I don't know about the other guy. Yeah, that's the only thing. Byron, I'm not Byron's deserving of it, but I'm just saying because he has a public history of suing major institutions for racism, I can see them not let not selling it to him. And ultimately, it's a boys' club, and I think they all have to agree to sell it to you. A majority has to agree. Yeah, to all the other teams have reason, to agree. I don't know if he, I don't know if he'll, they'll, he'll they'll get put it. in that contract real quick to uh, Robert Smith. You cannot. <laughs> they'll put it in the contract. You can't be associated or have this guy be any part. Of this organization that we're letting you buy, yeah. <laughs> easy, and that nigga better get his bread. The I can see, you know, there's other black influence. You could bring in Bob Johnson. Um, you could bring him in um, from BET. There's other rich black people. You, bring, you could bring in Michael Jordan. You could bring in. The, the, we're in the era where we have other black billionaires. You could bring in Tiger Woods. You could bring. The, well, Tiger Woods got some baggage. You, that's the issue. Also, the owner can't have no crazy. NFL wants their their ownership to have no kind of background, which don't make no sense because these billionaires, that's what billionaires are about. They're about privacy. So if you already got a history, that motherfuckers ain't gonna sell the shit to you or shit like that. They don't, you know, they want to be able to run their shit in quiet, do their little boys town, go to city by city. You had, May, you had Mayweather trying to join a group to buy an NFL team. That shit didn't happen for him. Yeah, because why he has his domestic issues, right? He has a whole bunch of issues. They don't want that yeah. shit. And yeah, it's not about it's not about just the money with them. They're running a that's the thing with NFL. They're running a boys group 
but they don't want to be called on that. On paper, they're that. Yeah. People trying to call them a boys' group, they're like, no, we're not a boys' group. We're not a boys' group. They want to make yeah, it like, like most covert racist, yeah. Yeah, they're covert racist. They're covert misogynist. Yeah, it's not even covert, but they want to be like on paper, like, look, we hired this, that, and the third. We're over here really changing shit around. They're like, hey, don't come in here trying to change shit, bro. When you're in there, <laughs> <laughs> that's how they want it. They're like, we rocking out, we talk how we wanted this bitch. Don't come in here trying to come and change shit, talk yeah. all that stuff. The club, they don't want that. You're gonna have the unfair advantage and skill and still tell you that you know, like uh you still have an equal opportunity, mate. Yeah, the same equal opportunity they have. Because they have something that even other billionaires don't have. Well, how much teams are in the NFL? 36? 36, though. They got NFL? something that only 36 no, that's people the, that's do the NBA. have. NFL has... Um, 30, 32? Something like that. 32 or 29, some shit like that. Okay, but imagine oh, or less than 50 people in the world have that. What they got. You know, not even to mention that some of them don't even do it for the money. It's for the how much deals can they close with that alone? And they with their other businesses, like, hey man, I'll get you skybox tickets. You're not doing nothing on the weekend. I'll give you tickets today. Say so comes. It's a great way. It's a great lifestyle business in itself. Yeah, it helps all their other endeavors. Okay, the NFL has 32 teams. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man, the shit is it. it, it, it it's crazy. Yeah, it, it has its benefits. Yeah, it's, been, it's definitely a great lifestyle, lifestyle brand <laughs> to have if you, if you own like a, a team or some shit like that. Yeah, it's a fucking hobby. Yeah, great hobby to have, just like the NASCAR teams and all that. They said Jordan paying more attention to his fucking race car team, his, his um, his motorcycle his NASCAR team. It's a motorcycle. I think it's a motorcycle it, team. Yeah, his motor. Yeah, his NASCAR team. Then he then he is his um. Than his um, NBA team, yeah. and I hear his NBA, I hear his NASCAR team is actually close to winning. Get it better and better, season by season. So he he he's really they say he's really stoked on that. He's watching that, and that's that's his big. That's the thing that that might pay off before anything else. Hmm. Uh, these guys are on a different level, man. What else we got in hip hop? I mean, pop culture. Pop culture. <clears throat> Airlines looking to make some changes, you know, looking to uh, be uh, more strict. You now you got the government uh, stepping in because, like, lately they've been having a lot of issues with passengers not, you know, like uh, not behaving. This is long overdue, bro. Yeah, man, not behaving, getting fights, you know, uh, giving you know, like the uh, flight attendants hard time. In fact, just today, I saw uh, a headline saying uh, a passenger trying to um. Going to the cockpit. Door. To go in the cockpit. Yeah. Lady, yeah, lady. He was, you know, like, uh, uh, what do you call that? Uh, trying to go live. Like, you know, just for clout. Like, what the fuck? Like, is that the one the lady hit him with the coffee, the coffee thing on the head to stop him opening the door? I think so. <laughs> yeah. He said that the lady. Like, come on, man. One of the ladies hit him from the guy from opening the door. Was it the cockpit door or was it the actual door for the airline, the, with the outside door? I think it was the cockpit door. It's the outside door. It's the outside door. Oh, wow. I heard one about someone trying to open like the outside door. Yeah, it was the outside door. Yeah, That's I wouldn't be surprised if you were trying to open the cockpit. People be doing some wild shit. They say flying is a privilege, but we sure don't act like it. Y'all don't put enough people in the no fly list quick enough. Yeah, with the measures they're taking now, the uh, uh, the airlines they're gonna start putting people on uh, 
the uh, no fly list. They should be. So the that's fact what, that you're only kicked off of one shit. airline doesn't make any sense. Yeah, you need yeah, to off that. immediately. I follow up. <laughs> Imagine yeah. that you know being on a, being on a no fly list. <laughs> they should put people on a no fly list that don't want to keep their mask on on the plane. Exactly. Yeah. No well, fly list. That's that's been an issue an, an issue too. Yeah. That's done, a, bro. You know how much issues been happening during COVID. I remember that. That's why I was like, it's almost not even worth flying during COVID because every flight I took for like three flights would get delayed or some issue. Uh, no mask, an anti-mask, you know, every fucking time, bro. I'm like, bro, just do it to get on the plane. Only get in the air, you can pull this off. But do not before we about to leave pull this stud off, bro. For real, <laughs> every fucking time. <laughs> I I had like three flights in a row fuck up and be like because of that shit. So I'm in agreement with the no-fly list. Motherfuckers being crazy. Yeah, yeah. I agree with that shit, too. Yeah, motherfuckers need to uh, start getting the act right. Yeah. yeah, people going on, uh, coming out here, acting like they're on America. They over here fighting on spirit. and yeah, acting like they're fucking kids, man. Like, man. Fuck that yeah. dick. Fuck <laughs> 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 that dick. Which one? <laughs> I'm an energy person. Spirit <laughs> and the other company is supposed to merge. It become like the fifth biggest airline, Spirit and um and uh, Frontier. Frontier, two crummy yeah. airlines, two shitty ass airlines, bro. <laughs> come together, come one shitty business all together. <laughs> ah, this shit is crazy. So I don't know. Maybe that'll give them more flights. Whatever it is, whatever they gonna do. <laughs> hey man, they're they're trying to save each other. I mean, they they weren't losing money. They run lean. Both those companies run lean, so they just they're gonna just have more flights get together. They're gonna sell. Yeah, they're still at the bottom though. There's so. Uh... Oh yeah, yeah, of course. But even like overall, like uh, aviation, like uh, it's been for commercial airlines. It's been, it's been hard for them. They they're not profitable. Uh, yeah, here's they said there's not no money in it like that. Like you know, what I'm saying it's not like how we think. There's not really no money in it. It's not very profitable. I said it's bullshit. I feel but like for, for commercial, there's not. Listen, you. There's revenue, but not profit. Not enough profit. Listen, there's there's space for poor people everywhere. Spirit and fit frontier. You won't <laughs> you won't see a frontier flight and a spirit flight not full. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. I feel like there's some industries that they they intentionally claim that they're not profitable as a way that because they got yeah. a government check attached to it. You know, all nursing homes are like this. Nursing homes so they're not profitable. They run very lean on purpose. So they need the government to give them more money so they can hire more staff. And it, that's their that's the that's the setup of the business. That's We're never gonna hire enough people so we can keep saying we need more people so the government can give us more money. You get it? It's a circle jerk. I feel airlines are doing the same thing. They're covered by the government, does a lot of shit cover for them, oversets a lot of their losses, but they don't have no reason, no incentive to run out of profit. Because the government, you wouldn't have the, nothing backs up. Who's a better customer, though? No one's a better customer than the government, though, having them time. Yeah, too, but they're also like a real critical, critical uh, industry for the economy. Yeah, they are. But uh, how come how come private don't have this issue? And they ain't got no government. Yeah, they love, they, they don't want to run their shit clean. Yeah, tax, you know. people they tax people. You know what I'm saying? How is one industry profitable, but the other bigger version of it is unprofitable? Yeah, but imagine trying to get people to pay, like, you know, like, it's all about pricing, really. We're private, like you know, one person could pay like fifty thousand, you know, yeah, just, just by themselves, you know, for, yeah, for that, per hour. And what's crazier about private, like you said last time, and you were right when they said most of the private flights, a good portion of it is for people flying their pets. Yeah, 
which is a different kind of bag. It's ridiculous. It is different. It's different. <laughs> for a dog, man. Yeah, for a fucking 15, dog and shit 20, like that. 20,000. Yep. I was seeing like in Singapore and some places. That's per hour. Yep. Okay. It was awesome. I think I said that article over there in like Singapore places. Rich people are paying good money for um, 50, 60, $70,000, $100,000 to fly their pets out. And because of COVID, some places have restrictions where they can't bring their pet. And the people say, well, fine, I'm just not flying it. They said, that's, you're about to lose that much money. If you can't if you can't find a way to get my pets here, we're just not going to listen. So they had to do a whole plane full of just pets. So save money, yeah. Save yeah, just save money. That shit is... <laughs> Yeah, they did me stop. Whoever did it, yeah, they me stop. No, because there was the COVID restriction. So some of the owners flew first and thinking, once I get this thing sorted out, but it's been taking so long. So the people, they, they're threatening, I'm just going to go back home and y'all going to lose our businesses, our services. And so they said, all right, we're just going to do a big flight. All you all you pet owners, go ahead and pack it up. So the whole flight was not my pets. <laughs> and, and then get over there. The shit is, it's, that's crazy. But I'm saying if they could get these pets one by one. <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, gotta, <laughs> so, uh, what else do we have? That was pop culture, right? Yes. With uh, Byron Allen, with uh, let's say. Did you guys watch the? Uh, did you guys watch the Super Bowl? Yeah, I did. Oh, you got the back for the funeral, so I caught the highlights afterwards. Yeah, I didn't really care for neither neither team, but mainly watched it for the uh, commercial and the halftime show. So. I missed the halftime show. They had a super-ass dope commercial. Ah. So who purpose? I know it's going to be good regardless. You know, there's, that was the, um, that was a mean lineup. Um, you know, Dr. Dre having 50 Cent, having Eminem, having Snoop Dogg, Mary J. Blige, you know. Kendrick Lamar. Kendrick Lamar. Yeah. And what's crazy is Drake could have still bought up. I remember when they did the whole lineup, I was like, they, they didn't mention 50. I said, this would have been perfect if he could bring 50. Ice Cube and um, Fifty was there. Huh? Fifty was in it. Yeah, the Fifty would be the surprise guest. But wow. I wanted it. They he wasn't originally listed. I wanted. I said it would have been perfect if he was able to add just Fifty Ice Cube in the game. So he ended up getting Fifty and not being able to do Ice Cube in the game. But those two would have been very remarkable, or definitely was worth it. But Dre just got too many fucking too many vets under his belt for him to get everyone anyways. Though, so. Sure. It would have been nice, you know, the game. Or... I was ex- when they said there was a surprise guest, I was expecting a Tupac hologram. Yeah, yeah I was, yeah, I was expecting that too, that. yeah. Um, and then the internet went crazy over 50 cents, you know, be putting on so many pounds, calling them fat. What's crazy is not even fat. Calling call them a whole dollar. <laughs> yeah, they're talking 50, they're turning to a whole dollar 50 or turning it's, to a whole yeah, dollar. They said inflation is crazy. Yeah, it's like he's real. 50 <laughs> like, like he's he's bigger than he was then, but he's not fat by any standards. People I call him fat like this. Y'all like this is I like, are we in a, some kind of upside down world out it's here? The, thing, like, the older you get, the bigger you get. Yeah, it's been almost 20 years. That's one, but it's not even like he's fat, he's just Swole, yeah, it's, it's, like, not, it's like it's not like he's out of sh- uh-huh. yeah, he's not even out of shape. Yeah, yeah. I like, yeah, I like, I like this guy's still on TV when he's on TV, wasn't an issue. It ain't like he just blew up last minute. It's because he wears the same clothes or the same style that he did back then. Y'all act like, whoa, y'all done seen him on power and shit like that with his shirt off. He, he's not that much bigger than he was then. It's crazy, all the jokes, and then seeing people online talk about had it been Lizzo, y'all have been cheering her on. 
But when it's 50, mm-hmm. I'm like, what are we calling it? Hey, go bring Lizzo. But they're saying, how to be Lizzo? They've been cheering her on for the weight. But hanging upside down? Yeah. No, no, for yeah, the weight, for the weight, right? <laughs> for the weight. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Over, everyone drove some 50, talking about he got too fat. This is that I'm like, I like this guy's not fat, bro. I don't know what y'all talking about. <laughs> but, <laughs> I don't know if I want him to be as lean and chiseled as he was back in the days of 50. He was like, he's, he's not an active music entertainer anymore. He's an executive. Mm-hmm. He's like, just doing music, doing videos all day long, doing shooting TV series. You know what I'm saying? He ain't got to skip meals and look super lean because he's got, you know what I'm saying? Because he's trying to sell records. Yeah. Oh, I got one thing we did miss, and I got off in hip hop thing. I guess it was pop culture. Trey Song's being sued for $20 million. He's looking to get the case dismissed. Um, he's being sued by some model or some shit like that, some girlfriend. Well, I think I remember that, yeah. Sexual assault. But he, he recently said he's trying to get the case dismissed because uh, I guess the one going against him. The lawyer, he's got evidence of the lawyer trying to bribe the witness to, you know, to sue him. Yeah, to try to go on her side, try to, you know, change her statement. So he's trying to show that this, this should be thrown out. This is a complete money grab. It's crazy the shakedown that Trey Song is getting. Because um, there's always a new accuser, new accuser, this, that, and third. That's that's the Hollywood's a, it's a crazy game, bro. That's the consequence of stealing girls. I mean, <laughs> no, but it is a crazy game because one person might make an accusation against you, and the next person, and the lawyer starts coming out. Hey, if you don't pay me this, I'm gonna make this come out, and you don't want to pay. And then that's and then now there's just a now once your reputation's fucked up, now people are saying, well, I don't know, there's one person is one month, but now there's two. Well, there's smoke, there's fire. I was like, well, there's smoke, there's fire. There's a black man doing crime. The cops are gonna come get him. That's smoke and fire. I don't want to hear nothing about Gloria Albright or any whole attorney that they have out there telling me there's a smoke and fire. These women, if they felt something traumatic, like we said every time, go to the cops, go to the law. That's it. Let the law deal with them first, then sue them for the for the bread. I don't hear the fact that you swing him for anything if you ain't pressed charges yet. Yeah, if there's no police report, leave me alone, bitch. Yeah, simple. the shit is wild, bro. But the fact that these motherfuckers start taking your name and what's crazy that this shit is rampant in, in, in sports and in, in NFL and NBA that they say that, you know, there's there's fixers, people that actually, people that make a living just getting these athletes pay up before this shit goes public and they pay it because yeah, they don't need rice fighting out about it. They don't need shit to go around as well. They don't want to get sugar down. They don't want to get their name tainted in there. So there is a whole underbelly in the game of fucking extorting that. Famous people and rich people, you know. So that's why they say you gotta watch your circle and keep your shit tight. Yeah, just like you're trying to get at uh, Snoop Dogg after he just uh, acquired Death Row. Oh yeah, yeah. There is accusations of a girl trying to sue Snoop Dogg, saying that him and um him and who was the old pimp that they saw um, Don Juan sexually assaulted her years ago. I was like, I know it had to be years ago because Don Juan ain't been around for at least yeah, 40 exactly, years. yeah. So you bring up some play your channel, some snoo shit now. Like, all right, man, the shit is wild. Yeah, they try to... Blah, blah, at least like 10, 15 years ago. It, it, it's nuts to me, you know what I'm saying? And I was like, y'all ain't going to try to sell me like, this shit ain't got no legs to it. Um, Snoop said this is just a shakedown. Um, it, it gets <laughs> crazy, man. Depending on when they hit you, depending on how hot you are, they could they could make you fall off or fall down. Remember they got CeeLo a couple years ago. Yeah. Really? Yeah, yeah, when CeeLo was on The Voice and all that, uh, he had smashed a girl, and the girl sort of met. 
she didn't know um he spiked her drinking like you're like no nah, i gave her ecstasy i thought she knew it was in there i had x she took x that was it like that i thought it was consensual it was no issue and oh, he was telling her like it was, it was nothing like that and he gave her like a settlement but he's like but it was nothing like that i took the same thing you took it wasn't like i was trying to take advantage of you i thought you knew it was there it wasn't i was trying to do what i'm saying i thought we getting right i give you take some of this you know what i'm saying it's like i'm saying i thought it was a party yeah, that's what I said. I was gonna try to get you right. I ain't trying to. I ain't trying, but you know that lawsuit came, and um, they kicked him off of the voice. He did his little settlement. He was crying, tearing out about it. He ain't getting no charge of sexual assault. He's like, look, that's all it was. He's like, I was not trying to sexual assault or that. We're doing drugs. We're at a drug type of environment. I thought it was two adults consenting to do some drugs, and and that was it. Sorry, she took it that way, and he did a settlement. But I'm sure they came to him first, trying to tell him, hey, I need this bread, CeeLo. Don't make this shit get spicy, get high, and he turned it down and he ended up losing that voice bag and all that shit after because of yeah. that. So sometimes you got to settle. But he still uh, still lost uh, the voice bag, yeah. Yeah, he lost it. Oh, yeah. When you have rape accusations going on, this, that, and third, and you're not blatantly just saying, no, it's not true, and you just say, no, we did have sex. He was already married, he had a wife, he was like, we did have sex, and the drugs were consensual. They're like, bro, ain't, they're like, we only want to hear that. You already know what folks only want to hear about more consensual if there's drugs involved, even if it wasn't. Right, yeah. They ain't even trying to hear that. Ain't <laughs> so, no such thing as consensual. <laughs> yeah, that's how they look at it. They're like, what? <laughs> so, crazy. Hey, y'all go ahead and keep talking. I got to go drain my blood, bro. Oh, from your surgery? Yeah. Well, you got a whole pouch. Oh, man. Go, hey, what is this shit called? It's a drain. I got a drain. I keep talking. I'll be back. Yeah. So the the um, the shit is wild, bro. Um, it, it the timing is crazy. Right after he acquired death row. Right after, bro. Right after. Mm-hmm. Right, that's that's good. There's got to be some kind of uh, um, what uh, yeah. We, I mean, we talked about it. We talked about it last podcast. I think. Yeah. The repercussion after this, you know, if the person's lying, you know, bringing up these accusation that didn't really happen. It just depends on what kind of bag you got. Are you willing to go after them? See, that's why I like like the guy from Barstool Sports, Girl Point Boy, and all that. He sues people that sue that do that, that do false stories on it. They try to tear down his organization, shit yeah. like that. He calls them out, airs them out on this show, and that they, he says you go see me in court, and he actually will sue you for billions and go after you and all that. You got to make yeah, example. For, uh, for what you call that for uh, for these sexual harassment uh, cases. It's different because, like you're saying, like uh, it's really not like uh, up to the uh, defendant to sue. It's really like mainly like up to the uh, either the uh, police or the uh, prosecutor to press charges. Yeah, yeah, that's true. And, and, and yeah. what, most of the time, they don't. Yeah, they don't because you didn't come up and, and sue them. You don't you know, want like, to mainly how like you know they say like the politics of it. They don't want you know like a uh, woman to like feel like you know. Ever, you know, like feel like oh, you said why they don't come after the women? Well, yeah, 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 that's true. There's not a lobby around because they're like, we don't want women that actually do get trauma, we don't want them to be afraid of them. So it just gonna have to be you guys that like you guys that are actually hearing these false, you know, false claim, false claim, false claim. What that does, it it, it fucks it up anyway. It really fucks it up anyway. Not everybody gonna look really not uh hard not everybody gonna have a hard time believing, like, you know, like uh if you know it really does happen, 
you know, will, will anybody really believe it? People but, say that it's going to be a hard time for anyone to believe it, but every time it happens, we always give the guy a side eye. Did he do it? So are these women yeah, not but, automatically... But you're also going to look at these women too, like, you know, like, she might be lying too. Yeah, she you might be so lying. Much of it, even though it, it, might, it is happening. It, it is. Even though we look like she might be lying, nothing happens to her. Half the times they don't cover the woman. Sometimes they like no. the woman to be anonymous. It, it automatically fucks up the guy, though. That's for yeah. sure. Oh, yeah, for life, yeah. And that's the thing. That's something men gonna have to like, you know, really, really push. Really. Yeah, you know, if there's laws in the books, we'll see if anything, any of that happens. But you know, men, men, that that is one of the unfair things about it. Yeah, man could be accused and no evidence there. They just chuck it up as a loss. It's because there's too many wild niggas out here, man. But yeah, they are some wild niggas though. Yeah, that's that's, that's the issue. fucking so, crazy. <laughs> <laughs> No, uh, what else do we have? See, so cinema. We're at Sunsport. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, Brooklyn Nets uh, traded James Harden for Sixers Ben Simmons. Yeah, yeah. I guess James Harden was sick of New York and didn't want to be in it. You know, uh, or maybe he figured the chances of him winning a championship was too good. He was like, Nah, I don't want to fuck with this shit. Some people don't want championships. <laughs> Some people are just being for a whole different things. Some people are sickos, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> That's the thing, bro. James Harden isn't happy anywhere, so... Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. Some, pe- Some people are there for chips, though. Nah. He's, <laughs> he's gonna... He's gonna... He's gonna play himself out of the league, bro, before his time is up. I think James Harden, if you ever seen his bachelor pad, that shit is fucking beautiful, but you can definitely tell it's a guy's pad. I think he likes the aspect of being the biggest guy in the city, Get the trick off, get because he goes to strip clubs, get the uh, he gets to do all that and then not get all the attention from it. A place like New York, I don't think he get to hang his hat, hat low and keep cool and get to do it. You know what I'm saying get all the money, get to live the life he wants to live. Um, I think the other spot was perfect for him when he was at before. He should have never Houston. Huh? Houston? Yeah, Houston was perfect. He was yeah. the man used to do that. So I don't know why he traded. Yeah, the pimps. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why he went to New York. And he probably said he don't really like New York. That's the only reason I could think he don't like New York. There's too much select, too much camera. Not all probably don't get to move how he want to move. Yeah, it's way more money than him, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Now, now he's out here. Where he's at? Philly? Where you at? Fucking the thoughts in New York is different from fucking the thoughts in, uh, in Houston. Houston. Yeah. <laughs> So he's gonna be out here living his best life, quiet on the low, getting that bread, and uh, he's gonna. I guess he's gonna go over there. It's crazy. I like, cause I like how this guy got a stack team like that. and want to leave the team. It's nuts. <laughs> crazy. That's why. Um, that's why the NBA matters. You know, every year is different. Every season, you can't take any season for granted. You can't. If you have a chance to play and don't play, be it the bubble or you're on a knee strikeout, whatever dumb shit, that could have been your one year that you might get the chip that you might yeah. retire without ever getting it. Again. Yeah, th- things change fast. Yeah, things change. Yeah, super fast. Though. Yeah, no two seasons are like everybody adapts to what they see last season. Sometimes mm-hmm. they adapt the shit mid season. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> right when they see your shit, I almost feel like some teams take the whole season only so you can't pick up how they play. During playoffs, and they switch it up. All right, guys, now we're gonna really play. So these guys don't adapt and start picking up how you know what I'm saying. Yeah. So that's at least that's what I'm hoping for the Lakers. Yeah, and even now they still NBA still looking for a face. And they got to go back to Curry, Steph Curry. You know, 
They're trying to get a fresh face, a new face. They want a fresh face, and you don't want no one guy to hold the brand for too long, but you have no choice. Some of the older guys are just that good for this long. You know what I'm saying? It's you got you got Kevin Durant who don't want it, who don't who is a photogenic, who don't want to do shit. You got mm-hmm. LeBron who they feel has been being the face for the wrong. Steph Curry to change the whole fucking game around with his shooting shit. Yeah, yeah, I got no, these are these are your, those are your, those are you got to stick with. There's a yeah, they're, they're looking for younger guys. I think yeah. But there's there's a couple young guys that look like they want to yeah. take it. You got you got Job ja Morant. Yeah, that nigga is making a name for himself. You know but they're not gonna got, give it to you unless you got the chip though. And you know you got the the two brothers, the two ball brothers. Yeah, they're not gonna give it to you. And uh, yeah, and I don't know you. Know, I don't know if they want the, the ball brothers to have it. They'll mellow. They'll probably give it to mellow. Yeah, youngest one. Yeah, I don't know the different talent. He's a different talent. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I'm hoping that the the Lakers shut up as we get to the playoffs. Maybe I was like, I'm hoping that they're like, maybe they've been taken on purpose. The, the, the trade deadline's over with? Yeah, the trade deadline's up, bro. They didn't get uh, nothing. Bro. They're trying to get rid of Westbrook. Nobody wanted to take Westbrook. Did they really <laughs> try to get rid of him? Just people just talking. I don't think they tried to actually get rid of him. They wanted that nigga out. You think so? I think the team the team probably want him out, but like the the uh, general manager probably didn't, bro. But they wanted Westbrook. Well, we all know if LeBron wanted him out, he'd be gone. LeBron wanted that nigga gone. I think it's different <laughs> in LeBron LA. LeBron would have been out of here. It's different I see LA. some of the clips, bro. I'm like, bro, come on, man. <laughs> yeah, let me size it with him. You, you got you to be getting paid to do this, man. <laughs> <laughs> sometimes, sometimes it takes a team, sometimes a little bit to mesh, dog. Get, get, you know what I'm saying? It takes more than – some teams take more than one season. Some teams take a, a year, two years before they get their – they're, you know what I'm saying? Their foot from under them. But the NBA, like I said, it changes so fast. Yeah, the LA, LA ain't trying to hear that. LA is known for to be a city of champions. Yeah, they ain't trying to hear There was talk about LeBron trying to go back to Cleveland. I didn't hear that. Yeah, people say that. Maybe you go back to Cleveland one more time. Because it's Cleveland. Will always, Cleveland, though. Cleveland will always be his default because no one's ever going to feel bad that he's going to go back to his hometown. Had he going anywhere else, they're like, oh, he's ring chasing, ring chasing. But if he could, he can all, no matter at what point of his career, he can always go back to Cleveland and people's gonna be like, oh, he just wants to go back home. You know what I'm saying? How long did he have a good uh, relationship with the, uh, was it the owner? Yeah, he didn't have a good relationship when he went back the first time. No, but when he came back, they probably smoothed things over and he got him a chip. They were cool after that. And when he left, it was some more deal. Yeah. Yeah, they, so, they, they, the owner went at him again after he left. I thought the, they were cool the second time. Listen, the owner looks at LeBron just like all other owners look at players. Nigga, this is my property. Maybe it could be that, or he's looking at LeBron like a stimulus, bro. LeBron here eating. Now you talk about about to leave, like man, get the get the fuck on there, man. I'm looking at four bad years of you know what I'm saying. <laughs> I'll be eating out here. You out here sitting a check every few weeks. Why you here? Why you about to leave? Niggas not but dark days ahead, man. Go ahead and leave, man. He got to tell us you're leaving. <laughs> LeBron said, yeah, but I got to tell him. He's probably like, you still here? <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, it, it, it's crazy, but there's talks of LeBron, you know, saying that ultimately that he'll leave whatever team he's at so he can play with the son when his son gets there, but I don't know how long we got till that happens. It's only like two years away, bro. 
ain't got much time. I always want LeBron to win one more chip, but in no other league. I mean, LeBron, no one else imposes his will more than any other player, I believe, that's able to do that in this era, to just go back for a chip or go back for a chip. So I would want him to go back and win one more, but every season the shit's more wacky, more contenders are coming in. What would be dope is if he does leave L.A. to go play with the team his son joins and they win the chip that first year. That'll be yeah. that'll be so fucking career defining and that should be dope. That'll be that'll be that'll be something different. You saw the Super Bowl commercial? That shit was fucking fire. Yeah, his old, yeah, I saw it. With his old self talking to his younger self. Yeah. Uh, that <laughs> fucking the graphics are nuts, dog. That shit is crazy. They made him smaller, a little beard. Like this shit is wild, bro. So. And, and people making the memes out of it saying uh don't uh, don't pick up Westbrook phone call. Oh yeah, he says, he says, "Oh, yourself, his younger self." His younger self said, "You got anything to tell me?" Yeah, don't pick up Westbrook phone call. <laughs> <laughs> Niggas is wild. <laughs> wild bro. <laughs> There's a couple of people that I feel like they almost ball for no reason. They're doing all that balling, and they're never gonna get a chip. Dog, Chris Paul's another one. People feel the same way I feel about Westbrook is about Chris Paul for me. You doing all that balling and you can't secure the chip. What was that dude name with the mean crossover? Uh, uh, skinny, tall, still looking young. Uh, Crawford? Yeah, Crawford, yeah. Yeah, yeah I don't think he'll get a trip either. Yeah, just Crawford, all that extra work, dog. Crawford, get that chip. He, like he's out. I think he said he still want to play. but Yeah, he's never been a face of a team, but he's like, he's like, he's he's that guy. Yeah. Put him in the game, he's gonna go get the score. Yeah. But he's never been like a face of the team, a, a routine starter or anything like that. He's that naturally a great six man. Sometimes you got that one season now. Your boy that one year, what's his name in Toronto that one year? Um Kawhi. Huh? Kawhi. Kawhi. No, the, the other one, the the the, the one that was a, what was he the point guard or shooting guard that year? Um, same same team. Um, um uh, Laurie. They end up trading him. Laurie. Laurie, yeah. One year, I'm saying that fucking was a breakout year, man. She was crazy. Sometimes you get one time to do it and, and, and you and you do it. Kawhi's a whole different type of motherfucker. Win a chip and leave a team. That nigga different. <laughs> That's a different kind of beast. <laughs> he pulled off the shit the Bulls did. You know, talk about we gonna win a chip. Yeah, we're gonna end up. We're letting go to Phil Jackson. And you're like, what the fuck? We we play until we lose. Ain't no just quitting and then was changing our shit. Why is that type of fuck? Yeah, we want to chip. Well, I'll leave it anyway. That'd be crazy. Imagine like they could they could have had like eight championships. They could have. That like any other point, if if and what's crazy, it wasn't the GM that called that shot. You couldn't be in any position at a job and do this type of shit and not get fired. You know what I'm saying? If it was the owner, that'd be one thing, dog. But for you to just be like a president or a team lead, team captain, and you talking about, yeah, we're not going to renew his contract. Like, Why would we not renew his contract? Make it make well, sense. Let me see. I was going to say, like, I, I mean, I guess like the franchise do make more money as like uh, when they reach like the when they win championships. Yeah, the whole city makes more money. Uh, you make everything about is more money when you're on a streak. When you're a dynasty. Three in a row? Come on, man. What the fuck? Why would I? I'm yeah, because you, you can see the changes. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I'm not I'm not stopping until we get stopped. Then we say, hey, we need to look up someone. Ain't no, oh, we think we're going to change this year. You get the fuck out of here. I'm like, 
You know what I'm saying? We got to keep a good thing going. The players are salty about it, but the players need to have that Kawhi mentality, that Kyrie mentality. This is a nine-to-five, nigga. Yeah, yeah, that's true. When Kawhi went to uh, Toronto, that nigga was on a business trip. (laughs) (laughs) That's what it was. And what's crazy is he had his uncle telling the team the whole time, I'm telling y'all, y'all undermining him. He's worth it. He's worth more than this. And he got on the chip. And so he's got it. He's like, all right, guys. It was like he was even fighting for money. He's like, all right, guys, we're really out of here. <laughs> <laughs> they sent me over. They sent me over here to uh, do this program. The program is done. I'm out. <laughs> Presentation is done. I'm out. He'd be like a god over there, bro. You got the got the fucking country their first chip. Why even leave, dog? You'd be the you. You know what I'm saying? So you're saying like that's some mentality of players, yeah? Because. I don't know other players who pull those shit off uh, like that. Most players, players usually leave at a loss. Ain't like, nobody in this era. Yeah. Ain't nobody leaving after you're the main one and won the chip and leaving the. Yeah. <laughs> they, they were mostly focused on chips, but now it seems like they just, you know, want to go where they want to be. And well, they players, players play for money or for chips. Kawhi seems the only one that want to play wherever he wants to be and still be fine not being happy or not yeah. smiling there. How do you explain to James Harden and you know Ben Simmons and yeah, those yeah, some of these guys is for lifestyle, yeah. <laughs> ben Simmons didn't deliver and then got mad that he got roasted, and then he didn't like the really, bro? <laughs> he, yeah, the internet roasted him and he was like he could take it there, but he didn't like the fact that the coach also said he didn't deliver. You're like, Oh, I got something for you, bitch. You know what I'm saying? You gonna you gonna learn to kiss the ring. And he, he had to show the coach who's boss. But I was saying it's one of those things you chop your nose and spike your face type things because he he's lost billions this season not playing. Not billions, millions. Huh? Not billions, millions. Well, I said, yeah, millions. I said millions. I, I said said millions. billions. No, yeah, I mean he lost millions this season. Um not playing, which is wild. You know what I'm saying? But oh, yeah. oh, all because you got in your feelings. So you... <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I'm like, yeah, oh, I really man. that really showed them. Come on. Fucks around and wins the chip with Brooklyn. Who's gonna get the last laugh? I told you, niggas with money get treated differently, bro. <laughs> that's the yeah. theme. That's the theme of this episode, bro. Niggas with money, different <laughs> rules, different shit don't mean nothing. Stuff don't mean shit to them that, no, that you, we think is important. Money. Niggas with money think different. <laughs> yeah, if he fucks around and won a chip, you're gonna be like, you can't be wrong. Look at Odell Beckham Jr. Got his first chip. Got his first championship. All that um, dyeing your hair, halfway um, flexible lifestyle, crazy shit. Sometimes I'd be like, everybody, just like anything else. I like you do whatever you want, but have you delivered yet? Now he's got a chip. Now he made it all worth it. And he did. He only played the first quarter too, bro. He yeah, got injured, injured, but still got the chip to the less. But he it's put not- up six points before he left. He got the sure. first touchdown. More points. That's it. He's good. It's almost like your boys. I had a couple NBA players that used to come out there getting best dress all this time. I'm like, you're doing all this extra shit, but like you winning a championship. You know what I'm saying? That was by issue of Westbrook. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> became, he became one of the NBA's best dress, always dressed with wacky. And then became him and Wade. I can't take nothing from Wade. Wade got chips for days. No, Westbrook was questionable. <laughs> You know, out here dressing. I like you doing all this extra stuff. I better see you in all black until you can deliver, bro. Calm down. Stop trying to look good for the camera because it takes time for you to put on all the outfits. Obviously, 
you yeah, you care about what type of shit you put on others out there. I'm like, bro, don't don't look for the light until you're able to, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> until you're able to deliver it on it. It's best to keep a low profile and then act a fool after you after you got it. That's what they give to uh Cam Newton. Same shit. Nigga, you wanna same shit, exactly. You wanna be cute on these stages. Yeah. All this extra chips. Then you could be cute. Yeah, delivery, you can be as cute as you want to be, dog. Go out, <laughs> what you want. <laughs> Come out however you want, if you can deliver, dog. And so then you better keep a low profile, dog. You know what I'm saying? Look at Marshawn Lynch. Come out this bitch, all hood, grilled up. Do whatever the fuck you want. Got that chip. Mm-hmm. Can't no one tell you nothing. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Can't no one doubt you. You're out here putting, you came to do what you, what you, what they paying you to do. Yeah. What else do we have? We have anything else? I don't think so. I think we covered everything. I think that's it. We covered everything. Do we got anything in politics? Yeah, politics. We got uh, you see, Congress passed Congress passed the uh, Me Too uh, bill and land bipartisan votes. What is that? What is the Me Too bill? What is the consistent? What does that mean? The Me Too bill, meaning like uh. You know, motherfuckers are accusing to get me too. I mean, you like you can't you meet too, job, they, they can't me too niggas no more. Nah, is that the bill? Because I'm behind it. That's what it is. That's what it is. You can't be two people no more. So it's to limit me too. It's to limit me too. To take power away from me too movement. Let me see. It okay. says Congress approves sexual harassment bill. Ain't no way the Democrats would sign off and shit. I'm telling you, Nate. Them Democrats know what the fuck going on with this Me Too shit. <laughs> they lost so much shit. They, they should have got out of hand. <laughs> they know they could be a victim at any time. They ain't about <laughs> shit either. Uh, it limits Me Too, bro. Okay, the measure which is expected to be signed by Joe Biden bars employment contracts from forcing employees to settle sexual harassment uh, sexual harassment cases through arbitration rather than court. Oh, you know, basically, you know, a lot of companies, they make you like, settle. Well, you can't go to court if you have sexual harassment, then you have to go through a settlement automatically. Like, nah, not anymore. Now, if you if you feel like you've been sexually harassed, you can take a motherfucker straight to court. So you have to go to court. You yeah. can, because some companies, you can't go to the court, you have to go to arbitration. That's how they're able to keep the companies doing their shit forever because they never went before a judge. And they never you know, went before an actual gonna, court. That's going to minimize the, pe- the Me Too people. These people with no police reports, no nothing, just with claim and didn't get a check. Yeah. Now you have to file that paperwork. You have to go to court. <laughs> that's going to minimize that shit, bro. So significantly, yeah. the bill retroactively nullifies the language of contracts, um, contracts nationwide. And open the door for people who had been um who've been around around by um who've been around for legal action. Let me see. And this is one of the things too, like it, uh companies like right now, like uh because of that, like they operate they're they've been operating like you know, like kind of like thin ice, even like when it comes to meeting or business lunch or that stuff, you know, like it's they have to have you know somebody else there, you know, as a witness, you know, to make sure, okay. <clears throat> If the CEO or any executive are in a room, if they're like two uh, separate sexes, they can't be there by themselves. You know, they everything got to be done kind of like in the open. You know, 
Well, that's what happens. You know, anytime there's any of these rules, like I said, if there is a power structure in place, guys, all this stuff is going to do is make it where the power is going to that be are going to still. When guys figure that they can get sued for talking a certain way, they're just going to wait. They're not going to talk when they talk on business. They're going to only talk business or business hours, but the real deals, when the real deals get done, when they get to be themselves, where they could drop them, they go like, hey, you know what? Gray made me laugh at this baseball game. You know what? Fuck it. I'm going to take your deal, bro. Let's go bring you in. I'd love to bring you in. The real deals are only going to be men that's going to be benefited from yeah. it. Because it's like, it 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 for women, too. It's also like, it also backfires. Yeah, it's going to, yeah, there's going to be some, yeah, because guys go like, man, I can't cut off or I can't really bring it. I'm saying, so it, it, it will have some ramifications on that aspect that it is, is going to cause more of the boys club type thing aspect to it. So, you know, um, what else do we have? What else do they have in politics? A lot of U.S. cities are uh, easing the uh, um, indoor mask. I think New York did that and uh, a few other places also uh, not requiring um not requiring uh, clients or any uh, people to uh, wear masks in, uh, inside restaurants uh, indoors, basically. You guys are just getting on the Florida wave, you know? Yeah. <laughs> the thing COVID is, they, ain't going nowhere, but we're over it. You know the, COVID ain't over yet, but we're over it. <laughs> did the country reach the, um, the herd immunity thing? Ain't no herd immunity. It's not going to happen. Motherfuckers are going to keep dying. We're not, like I said, COVID's not over with. We're just over it ourselves. Like, <laughs> we got to live our lives. That's all it is. That's the politics of having too much freedom. <laughs> That's the politics of having too much freedom. As long as they, they don't shame you for wearing a mask, I'm all good with it, bro. No matter to me. Yeah. If you, you want to wear a mask, you don't want to wear a mask indoors, that's fine with me. If it's not a rule, that's fine with me. I'm gonna keep mine on, so I ain't got no. I issue. don't mind mask, no mask. I gotta go ahead and get my damn shots done because I am adamant against motherfuckers acting like COVID isn't a real thing. Like I said, I don't want none of what I just had. I gotta make sure <laughs> I'm get my facts on. If it, it whatever, even, even though the vaccine 100% ain't really stopping shit, it's stopping it, it's making it not as bad until we can work out some shit that actually can actually stop it. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I, I at least got that much. But um, yeah, America. I'm saying COVID just gonna be something we have to get used to, though. To the yeah, so we part of life. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm used to it. So <laughs> it's, it's just a, a part. Well, when are, when are things gonna open back up? Can the supply chain get back up? Can shit get back on order? You know what I'm saying? Because COVID crippled shit down, and I don't know. Maybe the rest of the world's still ain't open up because of COVID. Maybe they're taking it serious. The U.S. wants to get back in order, but shit is wild out here, bro. It's crazy that these two years, how much people didn't make it out of it. Right? People just dying in a little two years span. They like it was a test. The economy almost slowed down. And there's people that if you were saying if you got fancy and you knew what plays to make, you could make plenty of money. But if you're a regular Joe Schmo, if you had a if there's two people that made bread, if you know how to maneuver around, you made bread. If you had you a what's the name jobs? The, the, yeah, you're a central worker, you made some bread. But yeah. if you're a regular Joe Schmo that worked like a regular job at a restaurant or his mama and pop, you relied on the government for the first year and they took all that shit back this last year. Motherfuckers is hurting 
and we still ain't about to open shit up and the prices of everything are going up. You know what I'm saying? We haven't even felt the ramifications of all this slowdown shit and shit that's going around and travel swags are picked up. I know we say we're over it, but there's some people that have really been hurting for a long time. That 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 that, 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 that you know saying imagine like Florida country is a state that's quick to take away federal assistance or state assistance, you know what I'm saying? The federal assistance might be the thing. Then you got other places like California that they throw all the extra shits on top of it. You have federal, you get state, all that other shit to keep you inside, but they pay you. So it, it has some ramifications, though. During COVID, we don't see minimum. We don't even talk about minimum wage anymore. All these jobs pay good, but you know what I'm saying? Yeah, so, right? Yeah. All, all these jobs pay good, money. Kendrick said it during the Super Bowl, nigga. We gonna be all right. Yeah, every, everybody paying good money. We gonna yeah, be jobs all right. are saying jobs are everywhere you go. Jobs are saying please stick with us. There's a job shortage everywhere. I like y'all paying good, and motherfuckers still don't want to work. So we haven't even dealt with that aspect of how the Americans about to work. Because some people woke up and like, hey man, I've been getting, I ain't even working, or I get money, I ain't going back to work. We got to deal with that. You know, funny thing too, like a lot of uh, positions are open right now because uh, you have a lot of people that uh, that passed away. Oh yeah, exactly. A lot of people passed away. A lot of people realize time is finite, or I can work remotely. A lot of businesses realize like. We can work remotely. We don't even need the big business, the big buildings. There's a lot of commercial real estate that's freed up. Yeah, it's just a lot of shit, bro. It's, yeah. it, it, it's still nuts how much COVID affected so much parts that so much stuff that we didn't even think is like, like the car market is probably one of the car and real estate market is probably the most craziest parts that I see. Yeah, it affected the fact that the housing is still going up. The the fact that used cars are now the price of new cars. New cars are still their price, but they're not even coming out. They're not even dropping. You know what I'm <laughs> them shits are them shits are like a Dr. Dre album. We ain't dropping new cars right now, but you can get a used <laughs> car for the price of a new car, though. We got that. <laughs> that, that shit is nuts right now, bro. And from what I heard, there's been like a lot of markup from uh, the sticker price. Oh, of course, yeah, yeah. yeah, that's, yeah. That's so cool. if you got a used car right now, is the perfect time to sell it. Your shit, if you were. If you had a used car, you could work for home, you need to go out, you could sell it and probably walk away five, ten thousand dollars. You know what I'm saying? And make a come up. You're like, shit, I got it's basically you got to ride the car for free for all that time. But can you find a used car in place of it? That's the thing. Or if you had a multi-car thing, it can work then, but it, it's nuts, bro. So I don't know if the supply chain's gonna fix up. I feel like motherfuckers use a supply chain excuse for everything, bro. I feel like I'm gonna get air in my tires. They say, oh man, the air. The, the supply chain, man, can't get no air, man. We had to raise the price on like four, but air? The whole world's intertwined, and now these are supposed to roll out metaverse and everything else. I'm like, I don't know, man. That shit is. Because ain't leaving the house, bro. Because they ain't leaving the house. I'm waiting till I'm able to get my avatar to look like me so I could jump in the metaverse <laughs> and just chill, bro. Make it look for you. That's it. You good. Yeah, bro. <laughs> I'll live through that through that meta uh, character. Yep. Um, businesses that people thought were going to be dead by now, people was like, oh, they're only making a bump because of COVID, like Uber and Uber Eats. and stuff. Fuck, I, I'm a big Uber investor. Uber's big thing was ride hailing. That was Uber's bread and butter. Uber now makes more money off of fucking Uber Eats than anything Uber else. Eats, and they done shift Uber Eats to Uber Shop or... Yeah, they'll just that's a whole different thing. Yeah, they make most of their money there. Now. We, 
they thought we were we, as the market. We thought we couldn't wait for the market to open back up. We're gonna get people moving around. Uber's picking up. Man, COVID came around. They're like, they had to change the whole business right now. But Uber eats is the bread and butter right now. Like this is like we we be finding this should never come back. <laughs> Just uh, that way. So companies out of doing that. You got you got other grocery companies that there's what we have one in Florida right now, and you can't even find the physical location, but they could deliver to you. Um, it's a big chain too. Um, is it Grubhub? No, not Grubhub. It's a restaurant. It's like a Publix. It's a, another big one. It's down here now, but we don't have the physical location yet, is so you can Grubhub? order it out of online. So they must have a warehouse. Oh, I know. Yeah, exactly. Usually, like they operate at other restaurants. You got. Uh, I know that. Uh, no, we have ghost kitchens. You're talking about. You're talking about ghost kitchens. We have those where two restaurants could be inside one, but there's no physical yeah. order. They have those, but they have that for super centers too. That I'm talking about. So imagine like a Publix, like a Kroger's. There's no mm-hmm. physical Kroger's, but you can order Kroger's online and they'll deliver to it. So there's a warehouse somewhere around here, and then you'll see the banners. It's either I forgot it's one of the bigger ones because there's Publix, there's that Whole Foods, there's Kroger's, Whole Foods. Yeah, Kroger's. It's uh, one of the big brands. Key Foods. Not, it's one of the big brands. Not it might be Kroger's. One of them that's not down here yet. It might be Kroger's, I believe. But Audi. Audi's. No, Audi's. We got physical locations. We got physical locations for okay. Audi. I think it's Kroger's. So you can order it right now, fresh food and all that stuff, and they'll deliver it to you. So they have the warehouse in place, but they don't have the physical stores in place yet. Mm. So it's like things is getting wild, bro. This is how the world's yeah. moving, bro. You don't need yeah, physical locations no more because nobody want to come inside of them. People don't respect the money anymore. Motherfuckers is paying good money for pieces of JPEG. Shit is nuts, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, pay crazy amount of money for JPEGs and other shit. I feel like everything is just one scam away from making sense. Uh, get you something tangible. Mm-hmm. Get you some real estate. Get you some shit you could actually touch. Dog. Solid else, yeah, solid shit. Yeah, yeah solid shit. Everything else is being made up as they go along. <laughs> you know, fucking making shit up, dog. The, the NFTs and everything else. The it's, metaverse. It's Kroger's. They, it's Kroger's. It's Kroger's, right? It says Kroger's Orlando Delivery. Yeah, yep, that's one because I see my ads everywhere, but they don't have a physical location. Yeah, that's so I don't know if they do. I like I don't know how that work. I like Kroger, so they they're it's pretty dope dope uh grocery store. Oh yeah, it's a massive brand. They got it in New York. Yeah, it's up north. Yeah, it's up north. It's a massive brand. Oh, so I guess they're they try to step down, come down here in Florida. You know, Florida public runs everything. Yeah. So, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta do your marketing just right. So you can fuck up a bag trying to go against Publix down there. I remember Walmart lost a bunch of money trying to match that bungalow shit with Publix. I remember that shit too. Yeah, because Walmart had better prices, so you go do bungalow at Walmart, and you eating. And they had to put a rule talking about they can only they only honor it in Florida. And after a year later, they end up just getting rid of it all together. <laughs> more bungalow. This price match. Um, I, mean, I got any recommendations or I got any more other things? I want to go into the recommendations and all that. No, just one more thing. Uh, uh, U.S. debt ceiling reached thirty trillion. Yeah, those are just numbers now, bro. <laughs> what does that shit mean? <laughs> that no mean one you knows owe what that, that shit means. Owe some of that money too. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you owe some of that money too. You got to pay your share. <laughs> it was just numbers. You know what I'm saying? We all owe something. So the government owed 30 trillion, so they're gonna, yeah, they're gonna find a way to get it out, get it out of us. 
here's the thing. I've heard two different theories. There's a there's a theory that people say if the government owes so much more money, we're gonna owe it. But then there's another theory that said that there's not if the government prints more money because they're the only one allowed to print money, there's mm-hmm. not a downside. They could go and put that money towards infrastructure and building and then use that to pay down said fake debt. This whole hanging over the fake debt thing is just a made up thing because the money is fake. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> so you, just, you have no one to call you for account in that aspect. Yeah, just they're looking for somebody to pay it though. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they're saying, so there's like, it's just a boogeyman thing to tell you, oh, it's too much debt. It's an excuse to why we can't have things. But when it's time for them to do shit they want to do, like build the highway back in the days, is that a third? And you've seen how the economy boomed from it and the pay it down. Majority of this debt we got now is from fucking war shit we didn't even benefit from. Not a fucking highway. Not We didn't benefit from like these last generations. They got new highways. At least they got monuments. They got so much shit. Ain't nothing in our lifetime went up. And this shit, this, <laughs> we would have paid all this price for. Almost all the great endeavors that we've seen are coming from the private sector. Though. From SpaceX to Tesla to, um, you know what I'm saying? All this shit that we didn't see in our lifetime <laughs> is from private industry. What the government done that was big that we've seen? Nothing. Oh, that trillion. Yeah, all them fucking they got money. Those roads, yeah. infrastructure, nothing. Yeah, they ain't break. They ain't bring us the metaverse. They ain't bring us the goddamn. Oh, <laughs> this time, all they bring us is news about going to other countries in the world. Like we ain't benefit from it. Global warming and all that bullshit they be talking about. Yes, sir. Um, go ahead and um, I guess we could switch the recommendation. Our last one. Yeah, we could jump into that. What's up? What y'all got? Uh, my recommendation for the week would be I'm watching that one movie. It's called The Last Door. The Final Door, The Last Door. Uh, Matt Damon. Um, what's in there? I think Brad Pitt. There's a couple of it's one of the, it's a timepiece with um, um I, it's on HBO Max right now. It's just pretty good. Acting's hella good. You already know whenever they do that, that old school century type acting. So I'm watching that right now. That's just on point. And um, as far as music, my recommendation, I'm watching out the, the, the New Yogati album. That shit got some bangers on there. Yeah, I, I think I listened to side A like three times. I yeah, I didn't I realize there were two sides. Now your side B is really in. Yeah, side A, side I haven't B, made it to side B. Side A was fucking slapping. So, how about you, what recommendation you got? For me, uh, let me see. What was it Sunday? I, I was watching this show uh, on Revolt. Uh, called uh, Bed on Black, so it's, okay. it's kind of similar to like um, to a uh, Shark Tank, but a little more, you know, like a little more uh, friendly, a little more less. Uh, go that. Uh, less less combative, less strict. Yeah. Yeah, less motherfuckers trying to take a try to rape you for your business. Like you <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and they're more like you know more supportive. Yeah. But basically, it was uh the sitting was in Atlanta where like they um invite like a different entrepreneurs and you know to like speak about their business and they wouldn't uh invest in their business to help them you know like grow a little bigger but uh, that, that, was, that was a cool show that was really good i, I liked it okay so looking to see more episodes i guess my recommendation this week what i did this week i um i went to look for futures video the uh worst day i think that's what it's called worst day 
Worst day? Yeah, worst day. Like hitting together? Or? No, his video, his latest video. Is is it worst day? Yeah. Where he's talking about Valentine's is the worst day. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. The one with yes. uh, Kevin Samuels in it. Okay. So I went, yeah. so I watched that, and then... It That's just, already out? Yeah, it's already out. I watched that, <laughs> and then, you know, YouTube just, YouTube music, if you're watching a music video, it just continue play different music from that artist. And I just watched, I sat there and watched future videos for like four or five hours. Yeah, it's dope because we're not in the video watching era. So some yeah. days when that shit is on, you're like, this shit's a vibe. Yeah, I just watched future videos for, I didn't even know he had videos for all these songs. And I'm, oh yeah, man. I was like, okay. That's one of my favorite things to do. Whenever I'm on a gummy, I put on like a Kevin Gates playlist or a future. So like, let that shit ride out. Like, man, that shit is vibing. And there's a video yeah, for every one of these shits. You see, he got, he got a video for every song. A lot, of, a lot of them, dog. A lot of them. You know, Future got you. Future got one. That's smart because songs and videos make more money. Yep, it's not even that they make more money. You know, they eat, they get YouTube revenue as well. So that's just a yeah, whole different, yeah. different aspect. Yeah, because now you got the video, the you music the song videos drop. Yep. So now you got two. You got the video and the song itself. Yep. Um, Future got a bunch. Kevin Gates got a bunch. You already know him. Be a young boy got a bunch in. That shit yeah. is because I, I tried finding like a, I tried finding like a playlist. Also, I thought someone would have like. Well, that's what I tried looking for recently. I tried looking for you know how I remember we used to go to the club, like they'll be playing the music video. At one point, they was doing it almost like when the DJ was mixing. There was a music video to go with it. Yeah, I, I thought there was something like that on YouTube. I couldn't find anything like that. Like I don't know if they don't do that anymore, but life has changed, bro. I, I've seen it on uh, TikTok and Twitch. <laughs> Were they playing the the music video the, to go with it? Yeah. Is, is there even a TV show out out right now that plays nothing but music videos, like a with a, with a host and shit, like One Hundred Six in Park or like TRL? Is that shit still out? No. I wonder. Can you do the same equivalent? I thought that's what Diddy wanted to do with Revolt. Yeah, but he wanted to, you know Revolt is Diddy's like lossly. You don't really make no money off Revolt. You don't give a damn about Revolt. It's just something to be in the space that he was in, to mm-hmm. keep that space. But he don't really make no money there. Um, he could do some. Th- he could do some things. Media is just so expensive, bro. It's just very, very to get quality talent there. It, it costs a lot. And do I have the money as well to to pay them and then do everything else? That's why I'm saying the reason I remember I was seeing an interview how he even got Revolt is there was like a lawsuit back in the days about them not giving up enough of these networks to black people. I remember. remember? remember And he said, yeah, because of that, they said, okay, we have to sell certain channels, certain this, and that's how he got one. That's why there's a bunch of, there's, there's a bunch of black networks, but most of them are local or they're small. Like Georgia might have this from New Orleans up from like Master P has probably has his own channel too. They're on smaller networks. They're not everywhere. Did he just happen to buy revolt? And because he's a brand, it wasn't big. It's still not big, but he's able, able to promote it as if it's big, but as you can see, it looked like it's running low because that's them shits run low. Them shits is very expensive until you get some shit to pop. And even when you get some shit to pop, your talent next season wants more money. You don't have enough money to keep them around. So you just got to keep shuffling people through. And you know what I'm saying? It's his way of getting free advertising every now and then, but barely anybody's there. When you look at viewership. That's what they, that, that TV network shit is, is hard, though, when you're trying to do something new and you're going against yeah. networks that got billions of dollars to pay good talent, multi-millions 
you over here got to pay this guy 30, 40 K a year, 50,000 and tell him to try to rock out and hope that he's going to stay loyal. Knowing that the second he get hot, the million dollar stations are calling him offering him millions too. How you get him saying? <laughs> so the shit is crazy. So I guess that's my recommendation this week. Go watch some music videos. Niggas are still producing music videos and artists are still making music videos. So go. Who's making quality music videos? They're all quality, bro. Niggas are shooting in 4K, B. Shooting 4K. <laughs> all quality, bro. I like you. To me, who's still making the best music video? Who's all, who, who who don't get enough props for some of the best music videos? Those the Migos. Yeah. The motherfuckers do dope. All their videos got themes. All this shit is kind of dope. Migos do some of the best best videos. Still, they still care about it. Them and um the baby. Yeah. The baby still cares about videos. That that'll be all for my recommendations. Yeah. Y'all trying to wrap it up? What y'all trying to do? Yes, sir. We can wrap it up. Wrap it up. All right, this folks. It's been our episode, bro. It's been two hours and 28 minutes, bro. <laughs> so, all right, folks. Y'all already know what to do. Hit us up on That's Absurd Pod on Instagram. That's Absurd Podcast on Twitter. That's Absurd Podcast on Facebook. And you can always drop an email at That's Absurd Podcast at gmail.com. And the voice line is always open. 407-900-600. What is it? What's the number, fellas? 6076. Yep. 407-966. That's the number. And you know, today, I showed y'all dedication to this pod. Nigga just came out of surgery. Shit bag on me and all, nigga. We doing a podcast. (laughs) But it is what it is, man. Um, Shit dedication, you know? Yeah, man. I guess this is my flu game. That's it. And we are out. Uh, Yeah, folks, we out. We'll catch y'all next week. All right.